This is the bus. You're listening to Drop the Dice. Let me. That's just not true. Let me cover up the big ass um, ears. All right, now yeah. we're talking. <laughs> Yeah. Super Smash, dude. Every single character that's ever been in a Super Smash game. No way, really. Every, even dude, DLC, the last one already had like even Ryu, 50. even Cloud from Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, it has it adds Ridley from Metroid. Yes, I, I saw that they were doing some huge Smash Bros. E three, E three. Gotta see that. This might have been the first year I actually like really watched a ton of stuff from E three. And I don't know how I missed out on the years past. Or this year just has really good games coming out. Nintendo normally doesn't have a great showing, but this year because of the Switch, like they haven't released shit. Yeah. It's all coming out like this year. There's a dope Rabbids DLC that's coming out. Oh yeah, the Donkey Kong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I already know about that. That looks freaking sick. I haven't bought it. I still haven't been the actual game. I might have teared up during the Fallout seventy six presentation. Yeah. I, don't know. I was excited about the Elder Scroll six. Like thirty little, minute little, clip. Little, I was yeah. like, yes. Oh, you mean the game that comes out in like ten years? Yeah, but yeah. I was like, good. At least they're making one. I was like, fuck Fallout Seven. Oh, so like, when do you guys think the next out. generation consoles are going to come out? Um, I, I I think Xbox and PlayStation will come out in the next couple of years. I think Xbox is going to try to shoot for next year, and I think PlayStation will shoot for the year prior. Okay. Year after the year after, I mean, yeah, because I, I, I know there were a few things that were talked about with like next gen. I, I didn't watch the E3 stuff, I watched like recaps of it. Um, and I know they they mentioned a few times about projects. I think Beth- Bethesda uh did on two the Elder Scrolls, and then another one that they said was going to be on next gen. Yeah, they um, I feel like Nintendo with the Wii U and the Switch kind of cares less about when they're going to do yeah. a new one. Yeah, they never follow like No, yeah, for sure. Like, and they just released like, the Switch. And the Switch are killing it. Yeah, and they're like our shit is unique, like it's not we're not trying to be the best system, we're trying to be the most accessible system. Right. And like last year they swept all the game awards. Yeah. Well, it's like the only one that still has couch co-op, which is the entire reason why I have the Switch. Really? Yeah, the it's entire reason one. why I have it. I, every every month there's a new game or a couple games that come out and I'm like fuck I just need to drop all cool. the, I just need to drop the money. Yeah. I still only have like the five or six games. Like, I haven't bought a new one in a little while, but I just pre-ordered the new Pokemon game. Nice. Cuz I was like, dude, that looks so dope. This one so you can be dope. a Pokemon trainer? Yeah. It's and, literally like it's no, kind no, of in, the gameplay in, in Smash Brothers. You can be oh. a Pokemon trainer and yeah, so that you was hold- in like that wasn't like the GameCube. No, was it? Yeah. Well, you could switch between Charizard, yeah, Squirtle, okay, yeah, yeah. and Ivysaur. I don't even remember that. Yeah. Oh that was God. that was because now I think they're actual just characters. Yeah, right? you can be Pikachu and you can yeah. be Charizard. You could always be Pikachu. Yeah, they split up. Charizard is its own one. Yeah. Did the other ones get their own? Uh, Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. That's always been there. That's Jigglypuff's always been one. Yeah, that's... Jigglypuff has that one move where if you hit it, they they pop. Yeah, it's the. It's I've like never the been KO. able. I've never been able to pull that off. Yeah, way easier in the GameCube one. Really hard in the N sixty four one. I don't know about the other ones. So my, my probably hard in the Wii U as well. I thought I was like a really good Super Smash player, and then I played um, one of my sister in law's boyfriends, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I it's really s- funny because you're really I good at fighting suck. games. Well, this guy like he, he. So you know how so many of of the of Super Smash is spacing. Yeah. So like Link's sword, if you hit with the tip, it all it does something like twenty times more damage if you hit with like the hilt. Sure, that makes and, sense. And he I just did that, that constantly. That so he would always just like dash back, hit also, you with the tip. Yeah, it keeps you distance too. 
Yeah, I think the distance. I'm like, I was, I'm always an edge guarder. Like, you? If you, if I can get you off the edge, I can kill you. Like, there's very little chance you have of coming back. Because I can get it where, like, right before you grab, I'm going to jump there. And okay, you went straight down and you died. My dream move was always to edge guard with Yoshi and then use the egg drop at the very edge. Oh, and just so you shit about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's impossible to come back from that. I used to love doing it. I actually never do it. It happened to me a lot. But DK can, you know, you can grab him. You can actually walk while you're holding people. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you just grab him. If you grab him right by the edge, you just turn around and jump off and then throw them and they can't get back. And they'll you, die first. You might. Yeah, they die first. Yeah, they'll die like, first. You get back, but they die first. So you do it on the last side and be like, yeah. I did that with Bowser a little bit. I only ever played on the Wii, yeah. and I, I would yeah, do it with Bowser, where it's like somebody would always be like Kirby, so he would like, yeah, yeah, fly up or whatever, and what I'd sort of like grab him and like suicide off the edge because I wasn't good, so I couldn't like throw him and then jump back. Sure, God, it's so sick. Yeah, I uh, love that game. I have one friend that consistently beats me, and it's so upsetting because he's so fucking good. No, Bus, I don't think he is. Imagine Bus being He plays a lot. So of, he Bus, has on his I imagine, board. like, play that and just getting so pissed off. I don't think I ever played Smash against Like, can't you imagine that. Bus playing, getting knocked off the edge, and, like, throwing the remote totally across the game? fucking sucks. This game fucking sucks. <laughs> dude, dude, for, like, how long I've known him, and I played Smash with Stefan all the time. I don't think I ever really played Smash with Mark. Maybe I wouldn't. It was because of that. Don't play it at my, at my place, because I don't want uh, to break a controller. Oh, man. Yeah, I never did. Then Stefan and I played it all the fucking time. Yeah. Man, dude, I'm super excited about video games. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about board games. Alfie, Woo! what's going on, man? Uh, not much. It's a oh, I, had, I have an interview for you Friday, which is sick. That's right. Not, it's not for a law job, which is what I'm looking for to start in, like, August. But, you know, take what now, you can get the, right now. Now, this is cool. It's a nice part-time job. Yeah, it'll be something to bring in a little extra cash and the hours work for my schedule. So, What's it for? Uh, it's stock room at Under Armour. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting, man. Um, is this a Mall of America? No. Uh, there's one. There's a town. There's a small town about twenty minutes away from where I am. Uh, called Albertville, and it's there. Oh, sweet man. Oh, that, that's much better. I think you would hate working at the other place. Mall of America. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I we go around and walk around there maybe every other week um we would do it when i was visiting and stuff like once uh uh every time and you know it's nice to like walk around there especially because it's not too busy during just the regular week if you go in the evening but that place is ridiculous they have a cool like uh they have an amusement park like a knowledge game one there like not not like board games per se but like oh yeah yeah like brain games yeah yeah it was really cool. I went there. I think I actually bought a game. At, hmm, I don't remember what it was. It's the one where each person has like four or five white marbles, and the other one has black marbles, and you have to like try to push and like push people off the board and stuff. It's really cool. I play it. Oh, Chinese those checkers. Games. Yeah, it's a great game. No, not Chinese checkers. It's something that starts with an A. I don't remember what it is. I'll look it up later. Asian it sounds like right. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not. So, uh, was it, uh, what did we just play? Taofeng? How um, long? How long? How long? It's kind of, kind of like that. Yeah, kind of. The same dragons. Like, it's the long-term strategy where, like, you don't just win on one turn. You have to like trap them where they can't move here, so you can do something cool. I'm gonna change my chairs real quick. All right. Okay. I'm gonna look. You guys, babe. What's it called? Not babe. What's it called when you uh, when you like filler? 
With banter? Me. Banter? No. Not not banter. Uh it's when you have to like fill in like on something like this. Vent. Maybe it's... I think it's are you sure it's not banter? It's not banter. Abalone. That's what it's called. Oh god. Oh, I have yeah, yeah. I played that. Yeah. It looks like go almost. Yeah. Uh, Did you change your thing? Are, are we good? No, I'm trying to find what that stupid word is now. That game, abalone. You have to like push the little dice or not dice, little marbles all over the place and knock other people off. Super cool. Really crazy mind game. So, all right, we're, today uh, we're going to talk about our top ten board games of all time. Uh, my name is Benz from www.dropthedice.com, and I'm here with Z-Man who is quickly taking the place of Rico, our East Coast correspondent. We will get him logged on uh, at some point um, for this podcast, uh, but not in this installment here. Through the magic of editing, it will all be very, very seamless. And, of course, we have Alfie coming to us uh, from across the way a little bit. Sadly, not here in the same room anymore. But before we get to our top ten board games of all time, me and Z-Man have been going through and playing a lot of games on our own. Uh, With Alfie gone... We don't play as much Thrones and definitely hitting the cardboard pretty hard. But along with that, we've been playing a lot of games at work for the boy, RC. So last week we played Dice Forge. Super cool game. Super cool game. Super unexpected how much fun that was. I think it just lost on my top ten. It it has its place, but it's just... If we Not were if we there. were to do like a proper like top twenty, it, it's easily in the top twenty. Sure, so yeah, much, so much, so much fun. Plus, plus it's so unique. It's, oh yeah, I've never. I heard there is another game similar to that, but I've never played it, and it's the only one. Like and that. I think just like I think describing the game does it so much injustice. Sure, the experience of playing it really turned because I didn't want to buy it because I thought it seemed too light. Yeah, but it when, is a very quick game, but, but when you play it, involved right it, for how quick it is how light it is it all just works together today we played baron park uh from mayfair games and What's phil that? walker and phil walker harding phil walker harding did cacao he did sushi go and he did i think karuba but i have to check on that the guy is is in high demand right now what do you think of baron park it was simple but really fun yeah i think another game this this is a game that i can play with rc that I don't have to dumb down. I don't like. I can try to win, and he can still beat me. Is that a like, lighter game? RC, uh, yeah, you kind of like so you're building parks to house bears, right? And they're all like they're all tetrinos, so they're all Tetris pieces, mm-hmm. right? Okay. You kind of lay them down, and as you fill up your like the, as you fill up your park, you can get points for different things. So you can get points for being the first person to use certain tiles. Mm-hmm. You also get points for being the first person to fill up all your spaces, and. Okay. And it's, there's like little objectives where it's like, oh, if you have three koalas, then you get some bonus points. It's pretty cool. And then, I, but as the game goes on, tiles start to run out. So then you find yourself, oh man, like I want that tile, but if I pull it, I'm not going to be able to finish my park. Therefore, okay. I'm not going to be able to uh, get these points. And sure. when you finish your park, these little, like, I don't know, like little finisher park symbol things yeah. go on and they're worth the most they start off at 16 and they go down by one after that yeah one every time but it's super cool rc was able to grasp it really easy mechanics but it's a lot of fun and it's cute like there's bears everywhere That's and cool. it's freaking i don't know it's, it's just a lot of fun I had and so again, many koalas. yeah you have so many koalas which koalas aren't bears we get that but 
It even says it uh, right on the instruction booklet. Wait, but they're called bears. They're the called first sentence bears. is, I believe, although koalas are not really bears, people like koalas, so we will be including them in this park. Oh, nice. Yeah. They're, are they marsupials? Is that what they're, they are? Yeah, they're marsupials. Oh. Why are they called koala bears? Then? Dude, I don't know, bro. Because they look like bears and dumb people name things sometimes. Yeah, most of the time, probably. Yeah. But kind of go through. And then um, last week, we played Leaving Earth. Yeah. Oh, so much math. Which is uh, really a, cool. a space exploration oh, game. Oh, you played that game. Yeah. Really cool. I'd is that, is that uh, Rico texting you right now? No, that's my app telling me to do stuff on my game. Get Rico on here. I think he needs to hear that you guys are playing. That you guys played Leaving Earth. I sent some pictures of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Math. Uh, it math is with some space. It's stuff. uh, it is. It, it is. There's a lot of math, but somehow, dude. The next day, that's all I thought about at work. Same thing. All I thought about work was like, fuck. Could I have figured out how to get to series and back? If what if I sent up one ship earlier with all the rockets, and then another ship later? Just I. That's just, sick. I was just thinking about it so much. Dude, see, like, if I had a copy of the actual game and had a copy of all the cards, I was already planning on making, like, an Excel sheet. I was like, okay, I can math out every path. Like, it's all just... <laughs> and I could look at kid, get here, I need this one. Okay, I don't have that much yet. I'm not going to do that one. Here, I can get this one. Oh, man. It was just, you can it, figure out all ahead of time. That's it, really cool. It, it, yeah. And it was just... There's a part of the game that allows you to trade with each other, which I didn't think would be used yeah. that much, but... Halfway through, you're like, well, fuck, I don't want to do all this research. You've yeah. already researched that one a lot. Why don't I take that rocket? You can take one of my rockets that I've already researched. Yeah. And you don't care that that you might be helping them out because you're just hoping like that, fuck, I, that I can launch my rockets into space quicker. Right. If it's gonna if it's gonna help you, it's like it's almost like if it's gonna help you, then you don't care what it does for your opponent. Yeah. Because it's otherwise, you know, it's furthering your game plan. And yeah. it's pretty easy to see like what they're going for. There's these missions kind of at the top of the board, and there's enough of them. And if you notice that your opponent is doing something, and that let's say that they they're gonna they're gonna do it before you, you can stop going after that and go after another one. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. I always like that because that, that's always weird in games, right? Like think of Seafall when you can tell like someone's going for that same objective or whatever that you know you were working a couple turns up for, and then you're like, oh crap, what am I gonna do now? You know. Um, but that was leaving Earth, dude. Just tiny ass box. It is. It actually, took up like the whole the entire table, like over wow. like so three quarters much. of the table. Wow. So much. And like while you were doing, like it's cool because while you were doing your turn, I'm over here with a scratch paper, like in yeah. a calculator, doing math. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I'm That's done. Like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not done. I'm like, not no, done. I need at least no, need, five more yeah, minutes. Five more. Hold on. And then you, and all you, all you hear is like, okay, so. So if I take a Jupiter rocket and two Saturns, that'll allow me to take a capsule up. But I need to take an astronaut. So, okay, so I'm going to need a Soyuz for that. But I need to research life support because he's going to be up there for two months. Okay, so if I take a Soyuz, <laughs> if I take that, it's just <laughs> it's so freaking cool. It and, cool. like, it's so much fun. And one of those, by the end of it, we both were like, I want to keep playing games, but can we play something, like, not yeah. as involved? <laughs> Green was just dead afterwards, like, nope, no yeah. thinking. And also, uh, Z-Man says, I'm interested, I can't imagine playing that with more people. I don't know oh, what it would know. change, other than, you know, uh, objectives going out quicker, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the early ones would probably get hit pretty quick. Yeah. And then it would be who can math out the Like, I don't think it would add quicker. fun. I like, think it would add time. It would add time. It already took sh- us, like, what, two, three hours? Easily, yeah. Oof. 
really, but but that flew by. Time, it was it was flew a lot of, by. Yeah, it, it actually didn't seem like I was says in the rule book it kind of the game kind of ends when it ends so the game either ends after 20 years it ends with someone when someone can't win so like if i got enough points that z-men couldn't catch up Mm -hmm. or it ends when you realize you can't do something so in 19 we got to 1971 so we had five years left five turns left essentially and we both realized we had done everything we could do in those five years we weren't going to be able to do enough research to get the last mission which oh, wow. was like just so far away that we rockets. Yeah. I think it would have taken years. I was like, man, it was, be a it was something absurd. Well, then that's where we got to. There's got to be a better way because yeah. we ended up needing like 37 rockets just to get yeah. up there. Yeah, I was like, I can't even. I can I can buy one and a third of one of those a year. There's only 20 years. This doesn't seem to be the best way to do it. Right, right. Uh, but that was like, that was like super hard to find. But if you guys can find it. And you like a deep game? Cool. Absolutely recommend it. So cool! Yeah. You and might, abso- and like absolutely that. one that uh, actually just escaped my list, just because we only played it the one time. Yeah. Um. All right. You've been going to game night over there. Yeah, it's just it's Game of Thrones game night. So I've been playing the card game, and I've gotten six games in again in the past two weeks. So pretty That's happy awesome. about that. Yeah. And you've been trying out some cool stuff. How's yeah, been- that? So how's that? So let's not get too into it. But how have you used shadows yet? Yeah, oh, I use shadows every game at least like three or four times. Wow! Just throwing things into shadows, flipping them out. It was sick. How was? Uh, I saw you had Sir Robert in your deck. He was amazing. He is really? a very powerful effect, especially when they know you have him because then they're afraid of him. It's like <laughs> it's like Drac, right? It's just that threat of activation can. Really so, be scary. And then we just saw a card called something like a simple feint or a clever feint, which is what's yes. back into shadows. Yes, it can put characters back into shadows, which is amazing. Man, dude, uh, I haven't. I, I've only played a couple games on on Iron Throne recently, um, just because we've been hitting the cardboard so hard. But man, I've been I've been dying to try out shadows here. Uh, I'm definitely gonna make it out to one regional. Uh, most likely gonna be San Diego. When is San Diego? I think that's the August one. Okay. His Vegas is the July one. July, yeah. I I want to go to the Wausau Regional in the middle of July. I might not be able to make that, but I'll definitely go to the one in Minneapolis in like the end of August, and then in the end of September is the big Queen Queen of the Andals. I think it's called tournament. It's like a fan run tournament up here. Uh, all right. We're gonna talk about our uh, top ten favorite board games of all time. Um, before we get into this, let's kind of talk about how we each approached it. Um, Alfie, why don't you go first? All right. So we had made a list roughly three years ago, and two to three years ago, and I'm not sure whatever happened to that. I uh, I know we recorded with it, um, but. We either never release it or it's hidden as a subtopic in one of our podcasts, and we just didn't write down that it was in one of those. Um, Don't bother looking. So I roughly could have guessed. I, I was pretty sure about most of the games that were on that list. And if I'm being honest, some of those games are still going to be on this list because I love them that much. 
or I played them more, and so they even moved up the list. But then some of them dropped off because I just haven't played them in five years. And so it's really hard for me to put something in a top 10 games of all time if I'm never playing it and and not likely to play it anytime in the future, like any anytime soon in the future. So uh, from there, I then listed out, I have about 10 drafts. I listed out like every game that's a potential candidate. And then from there, like broke them up into the types of games they are. Because, uh, Ben, you and I talked beforehand about how we weren't doing like rules within our list. So like, oh, I need to have a game by this designer or I need a filler game. I need a party game, that type of thing. But what breaking them up into the types of games allows me to do is look at it and say, okay, if I'm having a filler game, it will, I, I like all five of these filler games, which one beats out what in this list, you know? And then can that make it into a top 10 or whatever on the higher end? So I broke them up into those lists and then I starred the ones that were the best out of each of those, moved them up and then continued just uh, trimming that list down until I got to my final 10. Okay. So you did, I was half listening because I wanted to prove him wrong. Uh, Cause I found the podcast. Um, you did. What's more, it called? Are you saying you did more of the different types and your top one of each? type? No, I, I, no. he's got it now. What, what? It says the best, of the best mechanical proficiency. I wondered if it was going to be uh, best of the best. The description literally that was the only one I didn't read because I was like, "Oh, we talked about mechanics on this one about like what are the um, yeah. like games that deal with like our favorite like certain mechanics or whatever." I think. Sure. All right, so it is there. Okay, whatever. Yeah. So if you guys want to go, you can go back and listen to the best of the best mechanical proficiency. We're idiots Woo-hoo. because of that. Let's take a shot. I'm on here. Congratulations. Cheers. To Z-Man. Have you guys ever done, um, I think they're called picklebacks? Nope. Fuck you. It's where you take take a shot of whiskey until you take a shot of pickle juice. Never happened. Totally do that. Oh, you don't like pickles? I've heard it. They they said it like cancels it out. So like if you're like, if like whiskey is like pretty rough for you or whatever, they like neutralize each other. So it's like super smooth. That's yeah. pickle juice with everything. You can take a pickle okay. juice after any okay. shot. Yeah. Any, it's perfect. Listen, I just heard about it with whiskey. Pickles aren't entering yeah. this house. Yeah, if you don't like pickles, then... Yeah. Oh, that's right. Never mind. I shouldn't have I shouldn't even brought this up with Ben's. What I did forgot. you say? Pickles and house rules. I think they called it pickleback. Yeah, pickleback. I've heard that. Yeah, I've totally heard that. Because I know uh, San Juan hooker shot is that same thing, but with tequila. Tequila oh, nice. would make sense, yeah. <laughs> Hookers and San Juan, right? Um, that one you're actually supposed to put a little Tabasco in there as well. Yeah. yeah makes sense. Interesting. Uh, all right. So, Z-Man, how did you go about making your list? Wait, uh, I want to answer uh, Z-Man's question. You asked me if I, like, went by yes. different – No, I didn't do that. What I did was I just okay. broke them up to then uh, be able to see, okay, if I am having a if, – if I have five party games I like – and one of these is going to make the – well, which ones are the best? Which ones can I knock out immediately knowing like, okay, this isn't going to make a top 10 because it can't even beat these two games. you know? So I did that cool. and broke them out and then got like the ones I knew for sure were going to be in my top 10. And then from there was able to extract out like which ones I wanted to fill out the rest of the 10. So that's why. Okay. I Very cool. Okay. I like that. I started kind of that way, but I had like 
50 minutes to make this list because someone doesn't like to tell me about things ahead of time. Um, I asked. I gave you a couple hours, but you were at the caterers. Yeah, I was. I was doing. I was doing responsibilities. Oh, um, wedding stuff. Nice. Yeah, super good caterer. We tried. It's way too expensive, but you know, free meal. So. You should have. You should have told me it was for a wedding. If you huh? say something's for a wedding, it's automatically like ten times more expensive. Oh, they yeah. just mark up everything. So you no, should be like, it, "Oh, we're having this birthday party." I already know for the guy. Like the only way I'm going to make it work is I'm going to have to negotiate it down like. 20% or else Good luck. I'll go with someone else. Like that's all it is. Like if you want it, you can right, do this. Right. Like I have like four other offers from right. Food's not that much better. It's, it's better. It's not that much. Better. Right. But not that much. But back to the topic, I kind of started that way in a sense where I took like some of the topics, like a couple that I knew were going to go in there. And then I took some of the types of games. I was like, okay, do I have four of this type of game? Well, maybe, you know, cut that down to like two and then we'll see if they make the list afterwards. So I think I ended up with a list of like 20, 21 or 22 and then yep. just through and started cutting them down. And my main ranking was the ones I have the most fun playing, not necessarily the best or most mechanics or just the ones I really have the most fun playing. It's yeah, good. It's good. All right, so uh, on this one, four from my previous top ten stayed, and the other six were cut. I think mine. Wow. Um, and I think it kind of went a couple of different ways. One, um, you know, if I haven't really played it in a while, I it wasn't making the list. Yeah, I cut some because of that too. Uh, same thing, like you know, if it, if it, not only that, like if I haven't played it in a while, and if I'm not gonna play it anytime soon, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that definitely. I had I had some top I had some top tier games that fell off because of reasons like that. And I, and yeah. I think I don't know if been like I I wasn't able to fit an Uwe Rosenberg game on my list. So which he traditionally would appear on here, especially in the way I view games. But along with that, I didn't have any really requirements. So. I tried to keep it to one game per designer, but I think a designer ended up getting two on here. Vlada? Yeah, they did. They got two on here. Um, was it Vlada or was it uh, Locket? It's one of those. It's okay. It's going to be Locket. It's going to be near and far and freaking above and below. Also, with the same caveat as last time, as Magic is not on the list. I thought about not doing Game of Thrones and chose to. So okay, are we are we putting Game of Thrones on the list? Because you you can make your list how you want. I just right. I but I also I cheat with Game of Thrones and I basically say like anything that's called Game of Thrones is kind of up there uh, that I like. All right, so so okay, so I have um, so I, I, I tried to do I tried to do no requirements this time. So um, I usually don't like multiple games from multiple designers because I kind of want to spread the wealth a little bit. I try not to, not not so much for like, oh, I want a deck builder, and oh, I want a party game, and I want, you know, a Euro. But I sure. kind of try to think about that because I like a lot of different games. Sure. Um, but I didn't think about it this this time. Same here, yeah. Um, so, okay, so the big one, though, is, is is Magic is far and away my favorite of all time. Sure. But it's not on the list because it just, it's just not fair. Um, and I have one cheat at 10, uh, which is a two-banger. Okay. Yeah, like, have, like two parts of a game, or no, they're, they're, two they're totally both separate games. That you're like ten and ten. 
They're, they're, they're two games that share similar attributes. Okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. I have a similar thing where one of mine is just like that, where it's like they're very similar, just different thematics, but th- there's a reason why I love them both. And one that's just kind of an honorable mention, and I'm like, really similar to this game. So, it's not quite as good. So my, my one honorable mention, and I kept going back and forth, um, and, I, and I'm surprised at what it is, is, uh, is I thought it would be one of the six that got cut, and it's not. I really think if I had an honorable mention, it would be Noir. Yeah, that's fair. It wasn't one of the ones that, you know, Noir wasn't on my prior list, but it's always been up there. And I just fucking love that. It's so much, especially, I, I really try to look at these are games that I want to play and sure. that, I, that every time I have a blast. Sure. And Noir is so cool. I can pinpoint exact moments of playing with Alfie where I've never been more stressed in a game. Sure. Yeah. I think I only played it the one time. I had fun. There was there. Me and Alfie played it a handful of okay. times, and I played it. I played it a couple of times since. And me and Alfie had this one game where it came down to a fifty. Very shot. very good. Yes. That's yeah. Cool. And we were just chasing each other around the board, and finally we realized one of us is going to need to make a, a choice. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just going to keep running. All right. Who made the choice? And if person oh, wins. I did, and I was wrong. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Well, someone had to do it. Yep. But like crazy though. But it Literally was like, like 50-50. No, but it yeah. was just like all oh, it was so good. And I remember I can remember my hands shaking going to flip cards oh. and like just moments like that. Like aside from all like there's amazing memories we have of together, like Eric's special party is mm-hmm. one of the highlights of my thirties. Yeah. Um, one of the most fun nights I've had. Right. Especially laughing at stupid man. Right. Uh, but Moments like that are like, why we do this? Like that was, yeah. I'll remember that forever. Like, yeah. and it's just a stupid card game. Yeah, it literally is just what it's just pictures of faces. It's guess yeah. who for gamers. Yeah, you know, slight abilities. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, let's take a quick break, and then we're gonna get into our top ten of all time. All right, we're back, and we're going to discuss our top 10 games of all time, starting with number 10. Alfie, let's kick it off with you. What is your number 10 game? Our My number 10 game all time is Innovation Nine. by uh, – what's his name? Paul Chuddick. Yeah, Chuddick. That's right. Who made, who made Impulse, which is on my short list, probably in my top 20. But it's not on anybody's top 10, so there's no reason to bring it up right now. Fair enough. So, Innovation is my favorite Chuddock game. Probably the only one I, I really like. Um, the rest, I think, are fine. I, I don't know. I just haven't had as, as fun of experiences playing them. Uh, I think they're all very interesting. That I, play. I played Moten Eye, um, Impulse. Impulse, and and Innovation. Innovation, to me, has just kind of... It's been the most fun and been the one that I think I understand the way it plays. Experience. It, it's also like technical, and there's that planning aspect to it, which can be disrupted by your opponents playing things or whatever. But um, I, just, I really enjoy that game from a mechanic standpoint, but also from just like uh, a fun standpoint. All right, awesome. So that's number ten, innovation. Z-Man, what's your number ten? My number ten is actually legendary. Uh, and I'll give kind of reason why. Uh, it is my favorite deck builder, so I did kind of wanted to fit some in. I actually 
have had a blast playing it, and I wish that Eric was still or uh, what's Rico was still here because he has so many expansions for it. Uh, we talked about this a little bit, me and Ben's, because I understand his frustration takes forever to set up. I don't yeah. ever want to play it in a way that like we show up and then we pick everything and then we play because that adds 45 minutes to it. But if we put it in a situation where it's pre-picked and this is what we're playing and we just show up and play it, number 10. That's yeah. the nice. caveat for it. Very cool. But super fun game and actually the only Marvel game I think I like, So, which is sad because it's like my third favorite thematic universe. What's, uh, what's one and two? Uh, two is Game of Thrones, one is Star Wars. Okay. Oh, Lord of the Rings should be in there. Maybe it's my fourth because okay. no, above Lord of the Rings. So Lord of the Rings is fourth. Okay. All right, so my number 10 is my cheat. My number 10 is two games that deal with, uh, let's say, the fallout after a war. Ah. Ah. Fallout <laughs> and this war of, of mine? The, ex- yes, exactly. So both of these games are sandbox games in, in the best way. This war of mine might edge out Fallout slightly. Fallout? It takes the video game that I love, to be fair. So, caveat, I love. But Z-Man hates the video game and loves this board game. On my list, actually. So, Fallout Fallout the board game somehow adapts the video game perfectly. It's one of those moments where, as you're playing the board game, you feel all the best things I feel when playing the video game. The, The sense of exploration... The, the cool like like guns and weapons that you can use, uh, the different missions that you're going on, and just and just the vastness of all of it, and it just how grandiose this whole environment is, and, and just the textures and the colors. Ah, oh, it's just it, everything about that game works so well. There's only five minis in the game, and they're only the minis that you yeah. play. Like everything else is either cardboard chips yeah, or cards. Nice, and and it. And it even adapts the VAT system, the way you target really well. It's just – it's such a, a super cool game and one that really captured me. This war of mine uh, is takes place in, in a fake Eastern European country during after uh, kind of a war effort. And this country has been kind of run down and you're essentially a group of survivors trying to survive in this holdout, this – Usually more or less, more of this like this abandoned house kind of thing. Is it you, is it supposed to be like the post Serbo Croatian wars from the nineties? Uh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I never saw that, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, and and you're literally just hold up in this place, and you, you send people out to find uh items during the day, or you can scavenge at night. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful because there's people who come raiding at night, and yeah. and you have to like you have to think about all these things, and and. And it's it's brutal and it's fucking harsh and people are gonna die and people are gonna die in horrible ways. They're gonna starve to death and you're not gonna have enough food. So you have to decide who lives and who dies. And you essentially play some overarching being controlling everything. And the game is weird in the sense that it's a co-op, but you all of us essentially control the same thing. And what what I really like about this game is I've never played anything like it where. We're essentially controlling the same board, and it just happens to be so fluid. I thought it would kind of be a mess, where you know you would do something, and I'd be like, "Oh, let's do this," but it just yeah, but it just works so well. And in the end, whoever's so essentially you pass this journal back and forth 
to decide who does these different actions. And ultimately, whoever holds the journal makes the final decision, especially if, when it comes to, shit, we only have so much food. Who gets to eat? Sure. And we talk about it. Ooh. I played this with Z-Man and RC. It, this was another one. It was a four-hour game. and But this one, dude, when we were finished and it was 1.30, both of us were like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. How it is was, it 1.30? It doesn't seem like four hours at all. No. Wow. No, not at all, because it just flies. Yeah. We were lucky enough that we won. Yeah. Um, but even then, like, it was brutal as shit. Like, it just really cool. the way you go on scavenges, the way, like, there's so much to the game. I, I kickstarted it. I have a million expansions that we haven't used. This game has so much to it, and I think it actually is one of those um, instances where this game is has an interesting meaning behind it. And I don't, I don't know. I thought it was really touching. I thought it was really, really engaging. Both of these games shocked me this year. Fallout, because it just brought what I love to life so well. This War of Mine, because, man, it just captured the essence of that. And both of them kind of deal with this post-apocalyptic kind of scenario. One of them in a more, more realistic sense. One of them in a fantastical sense. But I love both of their play styles. Those are my top ten. Fallout and This War of Mine. Number nine. Let's go to you, Z-Man. Oh, okay, let's see. I think I know what it is, but I don't want to mess up the order. All right, my next is... Hmm, this seems odd order. I think he's got switch. Uh, my next is actually pyramids, uh, or as most people probably know, viceroy. Right. So uh, <laughs> you mean what the game's actually called? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, whatever. Viceroy. Um, All right. This is a returning champ. Uh, one that I think went down the. Li- I think pretty sure went down the list. Um, the only reason it's still on here is because of the fun that our group has had playing it, mostly against bus and just the the game where you have to gauge everything from resource collection to do i actually want to use this card here 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 there's so many opportunities for every different kind of play style on every different card it's really cool and i really enjoy that and that that's a really good game because um like you said it's kind of got that multi-dimensional like aspect of laying the playing the cards right because at each level that you place the card it has some different effect on it and then uh the like the corners of the cards match up to you know the other corners of the cards are going to be next to and so it's just that's a it's a really it's a really interesting i think it's a really good game i really like it i think yeah. it, i definitely think it's super underappreciated and you mentioned the corners of the cards I never think about that when I'm playing it, you don't. and it's always my downfall. Yeah, it, it really is. It means a lot. It totally does, but that just adds like more decisions into it. This is a game that I think people don't realize how in-depth it can be. Uh, super, super fun. And yeah, uh, some, some fun times with bus. Uh, Alfie, number nine. My number nine is Dominant Species. Nice. This is uh, top twenty for me. Yeah, so it's a um, it's kind of like a Euro area control, really heavy game. I think this game is excellent. I think it is really well designed. I uh, enjoy playing it. I kind of enjoy like watching like other people try to make decisions and like see what goes on. And there are elements of trying to like like almost deal making, negotiating. I guess is maybe a better way to put it. Um, negotiating that kind of goes on um, to better your own position and, you know, hope that people don't screw you. But I, I think the game's really good. I think it's, it is very heavy, um, but I think it, it, 
it does area control in a way that I'm not. I'm. It might be just because of the theme, but it, it just does it differently than other games for me, and I really enjoy the way it does it. Very cool. Nice. I've um, unfortunately only played this once with you. Yes, that's right. We did the two-player. And uh, even at that one instance, I I love this game. It is so cool, and I thought it worked pretty well at two players. I can only imagine how great it gets at four. Oh, yeah, and it was – I want to say we played it six or seven, and it was really good. So. Yeah. Because even just, at two, you're at each other's throats. Yeah, at two, two it can be. Uh, at two, it's probably the most lopsided, just because I feel like depending on what um, species you are, you could have very, you could have two things that like don't work well against each other. Like one's way better than the other, particularly good against like that one, you know, or whatever. But um, I just, I feel like I've seen that game kind of go crazy with like you know how you can like place the tundras. Yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. it's it can get it can get pretty out of hand and i it's also a game where if you're not doing well at it it is very obvious because you make extremely bad decisions and yeah. they may seem good but they're not helping you at all this is and it's also one of those games where i think going into it the better player is going to win I, I agree. I think whoever plays the best is it, it is one of those games of the luck that there isn't too much luck in the game. It's pretty just as far as out. All right. Uh, so my number nine is City of Iron from uh, Mr. Ryan Lockett. I wondered if actually I thought about um, I thought you might do City of Iron. So this is one of those ones that I was just going back and forth with, but. Holy shit, dude, I love this game so much. It's so much fun. Um, I've done it at four. I've done it at two. And both times I've had so much fun with the game. The game is in typical Locket fashion. It has these incredible races of characters. Mm -hmm. There's card play. And in the end, it comes down to these random resource management wheels that you have to upgrade. And as you get... Different resources, different resources are worth more. So you might remember this. City of Iron has these resource wheels at the very top of this board. Yes. And whoever's at the top of those resources gets points during scoring rounds. And there's three scoring rounds in the game. And you can you can, and there's yeah, different things. It's go like, pull the board out, man. Yeah, you can resource like like cotton, but then you can resource dark oh, yeah, okay. demons, and you can resource like yeah, diamond like blood or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I oh I also. Uh, those of you, you don't know this, do you have I, that I, artwork? I have a print of this up in my house, so cool. I okay, love this. Is the one I, I thought I, it was, but I, I love sure. this game. So, but you couple with that, like the card play, you can attack other players, you can attack these different, like neutral towns, essentially. So, one of the typical ways you do is you buy these buildings that allow you to get different resources. But another way to do that, a shortcut, is to attack towns, and they kind of give you resources in a quick way, but they're not everlasting the same way buildings are. Sure. So it allows you to kind of jump up, but then you got to like figure out how to like keep moving yeah, up. Yeah. It's a quick burst instead of natural progression. Exactly. A super interesting game. And much like Lockett, it always ends far too soon, although this one is one of his longer ones. I got to say, Empires of the Void was shopping for this slot too, but we've only played it the one time. Really fun. Though. Really fucking fun. Empire, Empires uh, but, of the Void was a great game. Yeah, it was really, really, really great. Mostly because it, it's totally different than the rest of his games. 
different. so different. And I think that'll probably take the spot next year if we happen to get it to the table a couple more times. Mm-hmm. But yeah. City of Iron, I, I like it. And it was one of those ones where, like, I didn't – just because it was another locket, mm-hmm. I I was worried about leaving it on the list for some other stuff. But yes. I was like – I gotta keep it on here. I, I love it. It's, it's so much. I so much fun playing it. I just think your requirements are. Why not have like? Well, 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 so, well. So that's what I'm saying. Like, is is I is typically I'm like, man, you know, I have. Sure. Uh, you try to balance. Yeah. The, uh, otherwise, my whole list could be locked. Well, but if that's I don't know. It's it's how everyone. Yeah. Has I mean, so, right. I mean, it, and that, and that's what it is. If you love trash or whatever, you're gonna have eight Ameritrash games. If you love Euros, you're gonna have like your top six are all gonna be heavy Euro games because that's what you yeah. enjoy. So it's like, and and Lockett has a particular style and a particular artistic style, um, right. especially. And yeah. so you know, if if you really like that, you're gonna really like most of his games. And specifically with City of Iron, and we might talk about it a little more depending on what. Uh, of his games comes up later but something i really like about city of iron is that i think it's uh it's his like i i don't i don't know what i call almost like the trio of the resource games with above and below near and far and um city of iron i guess i'll i'm thinking of the ones specifically that have like the Oh, the, where you're grabbing the resources and then yeah, they, they yeah. change based on whatever, you know? Right, um, right, yeah. I control over the games, and so I really like that about it. Yeah, me too. Number eight, I'll go ahead and go since I haven't gone first yet, and number eight was another one that I was fighting back and forth with, but in the end, I really think i got to put it on here, is Battlecon Devastation of Indines. <sighs> that, was my, that was my number 11, so... Um, this uh, this is this this is one of the ones where I think when we first recorded this, I was too new to the hobby and too new to podcasting where I thought someone might make a judgment or something that I couldn't throw this on there. If that makes sense. Um, sure. Yeah, we're, we're, we're by other people. Yeah, where we're, 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 actually our, cares, but yeah, where our two hundred listeners might actually judge me. They do, right? Um, but dude, I fucking love this game unabashedly. Uh, it might be easily in top five in terms of most fun games I have. Sure. Did you guys play it recently? We played a ton recently. I think we've played it every week. I was going to say, I, I thought I, I thought you guys had said that, but I couldn't remember. Uh, I'm so Dude. jealous. Yeah. Dude, it's so much fun. And those of you who don't know, I talked about it in the previous podcast, which you guys have listened to. It's literally Street Fighter as a board game, but it somehow does it so well. It does. It, it, it's, yeah. it's a fucking game, too. Like, and, it, and, it's, and it's like, not a chess match, but it's like it's like a battle of it's wills. It's nitty-gritty. Yeah, it's like a it's battle of wills that we're going against each other, yeah. and there's moments where you flip, and you're like, I knew you were going to do that! Yes. And you realize that you flipped the right way. Yeah. Right. Or like, I, 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 like, I thought you were going to do this. Oh, I just screwed myself. I know. I, the last game, I went for the finishing blow, screwed and himself. Z-Man jumped away. Yeah. Holy shit! You went hard. Yeah. yeah. If he wins that initiative, like it's it's yeah. Well, like, my I, guy was crazy slow, so I never wanted. So I knew it was an initiative, but it did this thing, and but what it did is it like deactivated so much of my powers. But if it would have hit him, I would have just slaughtered him. Oh yeah. But he like just jumped away, and oh my god! And that game is full of moments like that, just like a real fighting game. Mm-hmm. And so many times you're just there, back and forth, and that back and forth of this like. 
like bob and weave is so yeah. cool i don't know how the game manages to em- really good. emulate that it's a <laughs> shitty ass board full of like six spaces yeah. nothing no like yeah like, like yeah, 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 yeah some, some amount of spaces but like that's all it is but then there's a million characters and a million yeah. cards and all these characters have very special abilities just like yeah. in sheet fighter yeah. every like people can throw fireballs or they can drop mines or yeah. Or your your guy the last time, um, he like he like berserks basically. Yeah, so every time he like gets hit, he gets these powers, and then he just freaking wrecks. He has like every time, he, like it's almost like you hit him, and then his stun guard goes up, so he never gets stunned, and then he just swings back. Mm-hmm. And then, but at a certain point, like after the fourth one or something, he's stunned the just, whole turn. He's stunned the whole turn. He's done. Oof, you can't yeah. do anything that. Or you can you can run away because that's before he gets stunned. So you yeah. like run away, and then you can't do it. So much fun. There's so much in the and there's still so much in the game that we haven't done. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. between me and Alfie, this was our game for uh that interim period when Rico left and before you would bus game. Mm-hmm. Me and Alfie would do the same thing we're doing. We're like into the night, we'd play one or two games. Yeah. Yeah, I will say uh this one it did lo- I had this on there as my like co-op or like two player game. And it made like the the second to last cut, it was my thirteen. Shades Fire was my twelve. Uh, so Shades Fire beat it on two player because I've only played this twice, or sure. three times, three times, yeah. But like every time I play it, it's consistently better. I'm like, oh, I like this more. Oh, I like this more. Like, I saw my close. Yeah. Feels Street Fighter it out. It's really cool. Super Battle Con Devastation of Indines from Level ninety nine, uh, which Level ninety nine might. I make one more appearance on this list. Interesting. Uh, all right, Alfie, let's go back to you for number seven. Oh, okay. Wait, no, I went eight first. That's right. I think we're on all thought, the eights. Thought, that's right. I forgot we're I was we're first. On all the eights. My be. Alfie, let's go to you for number eight. Uh, I have Mage Knight in number eight. Nice. Oh, shit. I nice. Mage Knight. Almost. Almost. Yeah, I, I, this... It's always one that is... When I, when I was going through, when I was going through and I, like, listed out all the games that were potential, and I saw Mage Knight, and I was like, oh, of course. You know, I think it was on my top ten before or whatever. And so, um, you know, and it kept, it kept every time it was making the cut, every time it was making the cut to the next level and everything, because it, it, I don't have any other game like it. No, I, I think that's something I really enjoy about it. I can also play it by myself, which is really good, you know. Um, it's, you know, I actually brought it with me, so I have that to play but um yeah so it's i i think it is incredibly fun i think it is incredibly complex um and i wish there was another and i've talked about this before i wish there was another format that was like not legacy but that carried over a campaign style that you carried forward like the spells and weapons and stuff you got from before, and like it was a little bit harder the next time or whatever. I really wish it had that, and I can I can look online and see if someone's done that. But um, just because I feel like it's one of those games, right, where it's like I'm constantly building up, building up to become the super badass warrior, and then the game's over. Yeah, and then you're like, well, I'm a badass warrior. Did I win? <laughs> right, right. So that is my number eight, Mage Knight from uh, Vlada. Did we play this cool. together the last time? I know me and you have done it with Rico. I no, feel I, like we three played well, it. Well, we, we played it, yeah. Yeah, I've done it I, with Rico and I've done it with you guys. I, have we done it a couple know, times? I know this is one of those like once a year. With Mark. We do, we, this is one of those once a year games that we've done. Yeah, I know I've played it with you guys. Yeah, I don't know if I have 
three. I have like three to five plays with it. It's major night. I this, so I feel, I feel bad. Game. This is uh, I believe on my BGD. This is a ten. Wow, but you you have a pretty high skew on there. Can, you know, I can see that. I feel like you rank things higher. I have like three ten. That's I see. I think I would have one. Sure, but every every but every other game is like a seven to a nine. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's okay. You love board games, man. It's fine. I have. There's nothing wrong with that. I was just saying, like in general, you skew higher. I just like like seasons. It's a good game. And actually, didn't make mine. Fuck you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Kill yourself, (laughs) sir. <laughs> Seriously, um, okay. Right, you're so number eight. Into me killing myself. Uh, Magic Arena of the Planeswalker. Nice. Uh, it's another one that kind of has a bit of a requirement for it. Yeah. Uh, a time. Yeah. Better have some a lot of time. There's a reason why like the Wild board game didn't make on here because of the time requirement for it. This one is slightly better, uh, but. I think it's so required of like your hero scape buildup. So every time we've played this in the past, uh, Alfie has always brought his hero scape stuff and we've actually built an environment with it, with towers and bridges and different kinds of terrain. And it is a huge improvement. I assume we've never actually played it normal, No, but I assume a huge improvement over the normal game. And I don't think I would actually like the game as much without that. And you, if you guys want to see just how awesome some of the buildups we've done, there's pictures up on the website. Uh, we should try it once because I have actually an expansion that we haven't even touched. Sure. Without it, and and, and to be fair, when I first bought the game, didn't you play with uh, Rico without no no, no. buildup? When I first bought the game, Alfie came over for game night, uh-huh. and we played it three times. Okay. Yeah. Without without, without any heroescape. Oh, okay. Cool. And just it comes with a couple of random things. It does come with like yeah, a couple little tiles, like get your like height or like, whatever. But that's it. Castle that you can kind of do. Okay. And now that I have a couple of expansions, it comes with a couple of things. We should try it without it because again, down. we played it like what? Did we play it three or four times? We played it a lot in one night. I've played, I think, three times total. And I think like, we I think the first night we played it three times because it's a it's a very quick game when you don't have all the terrain, um, and so uh, but it, it and it's, it's it is really fun and I think it's a really well designed game. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it probably works better at like higher numbers rather than two player. Uh, you do like all the extra terrain. You're not building a map. Sure. Right. Until uh, until Lady Wasman uh, backstabs you. That's when it's not better. God, it was like turn right. two. It was like turn one. We make a deal. Turn two, she kills it. <laughs> there's like a hundred turns in the game. It didn't make any sense. I was like, huh? Really? Okay. Well, cool. I'll go kill Benito. Yeah. With him. Yeah. Well, I'll be fine. Uh, but that's why, like, I it's one of the games that I've had the most fun playing. It's just a huge. Agree. Like, there's another one where there's moments in that game where I'll always remember. Oh yeah. Like the the lady wasn't thing, I'll remember that forever. <laughs> I'm like, are you so will I? So will I. Bet you will. So is that is that number eight for mm-hmm. all of us then? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Alfie, let's go back to you for seven. Seven is noir, which you guys were talking about earlier. Woo! There you go. Wow! It made your list. Yeah, love ninety nine. It is my 
favorite game that of that filler category, I guess. And it's not even I get I, it probably is like an actual filler game, but sure, it is yeah. so much fun. It is so easy to teach someone. Yeah. And then like play that quickly, you know, and so it it's got that deductive aspect from it, right? Which I really enjoy in games. Um, we'll get to a game a little bit further on in my list that has that more of that, but I really enjoy in uh, that's one of the reasons I love noir so much um, because it is it's so simple in what you're doing, but can be so interesting. And same thing, like you guys were saying earlier, like Vince was saying earlier, there are moments in those games that I'll always remember. Like I'll, I'll remember our first games when we played, uh, like the just one on one. And one person's like a cop and the other's like a bad guy or whatever. And then I'll remember when we did, I think it was like spy tag with like seven or eight of us. And I had narrowed down who Lady Wasman was. I was like, oh, it's this person. And I said, oh, this is you. And I was like, wait a second. Like, no, no, that's not possible. She's like, yeah, nope, that's not me. And so then she goes on and later I was like, okay, well, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I missed something. It's this person. I go, are you this person? She goes, yeah, and flips it over, and it was the first person I'd guessed. She totally messed it up. It's like, oh, it was so funny. It was so much fun, and it was so funny, and so... Yeah, well, and that was the other thing. She was the assassin, and she never assassinated anybody. No, she never did anything. She was trying to be too sneaky. Right. Maybe go kill him. Maybe Sorry, Rico, this isn't meant to bash on Lady Wasman. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, she's she's wonderful. Salt of the earth, but... Yeah, so that is my number seven noir from Level Ninety Nine. Dude, Level Ninety Nine, I think might be the most represented on all of our lists. Well, yeah. Um, not Red Raven games. You can't look at everything else. Uh, oh, maybe Red Raven. Who's who's that one's ninety nine? Yes, ninety nine. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna put it out there that uh, Stonemaier Games is gonna give it a run for its money, though. Uh, probably because I'm assuming Stormbear Games has uh, the top three spots of a couple of, pe- of people here. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So my number. Wait, that was your number seven, seven right? Number seven. seven. So, all right, my number seven is a new one to the list. Another new one. Belfour. Hmm. I thought about it. Dude, I I love Belfour so much. Belfour is so tight. Belfort, I feel like from moment one, you prop if you can figure out what you're gonna do from moment one, you'll probably win that game. There are so few moves in that game. I love it so much. It's so much fun. Because by the end you realize shit, if I would have just figured out how to go over here, if I really sure. just would would have done this or this, it, it is area control in the coolest way. Like cause it, it, like, oh, if I take this area, you can't take it now. You can't come over and fuck me and sure. battle me out. It does majority. Ah, oh, there's so many cool things. Um, I love the randomness of the three guilds. Five guilds, right? Is it? I think there's only. I three think it's three. Five. There's three. I think there's three that come out. There's we five have- areas. There's five areas. I think you can yeah. go to, but there's only three guilds, which are like the yeah. special spots. There's other yeah. actions you can do, but there's only the three special spots. And like the one game where we happened to literally pull the only three fuck you guilds in the That's game. What I was just gonna say I was like that is the part where it takes away from the better player wins and more of 
eh, kind of the better plus more liked player wins. I think it's so cool. I think it's no, so there's cool. no way, dude. I feel like I'm a pretty liked person because I'm I'm the one you know isn't gonna fuck you over for sure. Like I'm gonna but be the last person to backstab you, and I don't do well in my game. I think what when we played it when all three of the dick cards came up. I think you got one. I got one, and uh, we're just, we're just, Stefan got one. Um, Stefan was so far behind. And he was, but he still used it to just randomly, like, he had no rhyme or reason. He just randomly dicks so, it. And I love like, that. Oh. And anytime we've played it where there's, like, uh, so we played it at, at multiple player accounts. At the higher player accounts, there's always one guy who's so far behind. Sure. Wow. Uh, yeah, Stefan exactly. was wild card. Yeah, he was giving a wild card. He's like, I just want to go here. Cause like you're in my you're my area like I want this area and you're just like wait what doesn't make any sense to go there oh, dude, just, he just dude, wanted to see the world burn uh, yeah you talk yeah. about like, had so much fun playing that game it's so cool the art is the art is super cool the board is super cool I agree with you there for sure art and board super uh, cool the layout of the game how very it's simple components it's just it's I think it's, it's a I think it's a well designed game I th- I think my 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 problem with it is that I always feel like it's like. Uh, uh, just personally, I always feel like it's like just out of that. Like it's always like it's always in like oh the number twenty range. Like it's you know it's like you know it. I don't know. There's something about it that just brings me down a little bit, and I, I don't know what it is. Because I like the game. I feel like every time we've played, you've almost won. And That's true. I usually lose by like no, two or three points. No, but like not not, not even like. Oh, I got a second. Like you, it was at the end, and someone made a decision, and then you lost because of it. Yeah, that that could be it. I but, always, I know, I know, I always get second by like two love, points. I love the resource management that goes on with it. I love the, uh, the I love this. Like you can kind of spend your the, the the whole the money in the game is so cool. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh shit! If I don't have money for the end, I don't get to do this. Sure. Uh, I gotta buy gnomes to be able to do this to get upgrades. The but then it's like, oh, do I try hard to get a guild because that's super powerful? But great game, very tight. I love a good tight game. Love it tight. Cool. Seaman seven. <laughs> seven is a new game, and it's because we've played it like I think I've played it three times now. Is Rising Sun? Wow. I actually gave that nice. my seven. Um, I think actually. Losing to Dalby by one point last time, yeah, actually is the reason it made the list. Nice, okay, nice. Um, and it was because of somehow where I knew what I was doing whole time, completely understood. Actually, actively screwed him over, like screwed him out of like nine points at some point. I was like, "What? It doesn't do me any good, but I can't let you have this type of thing." Right. Still lost by one point, and it was because I did my last turn wrong. And I could have had two more, hey, whatever. But because of that, the game plays so well as like a fun area control. Every single person is different, bidding for battle that's arguably not that important, but select battles are important. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's really cool. Uh, plus, I got to play the turtle people last time, which is great. Yeah, there you go. I, might, I think I might like the battle in that game the best out of that game. Okay. Sure. The way the battle the ones. The, the, the way that I, exactly what you said of like some of these don't really mean anything. Yeah. But this the bidding mechanisms that you have there are like super interesting. I actually really like the alliance mechanism. Uh, um, where like a lot more, I think a lot more prominent when we had five of us playing. Oh yeah, oh, ab- ab- absolutely. 
it was interesting. Then, like, Dolby took the choice the last turn to not ally with me as well because he's like, hmm, I think if I ally with you, you're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I don't ally with you, I'll get more. I was like, no, you want to ally with me. He didn't, and he did win. So, and he should've was right. Him, he should have given him stuff. We haven't seen that yet. We haven't seen anyone like giving people no. money. No. Well, Don't. that's that's another part where I think like it can only grow. Like as we get more comfortable with it, we'll know like, hey, I'll bribe you with like yeah, some gold, some you know, some rum, and just you know, ally with me. Yeah, I feel like 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 bartering almost with each other. It's kind of like well, I'll be able to figure this out on my own. You know, like I can I can win on my own. I don't need your help. Sure. And like I don't want to help you. You know, I feel like we kind of that might be unique to us. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I think it is very much like our, I don't our group is. Yeah, we be. generally don't. Speaking of group, uh, Dalby is in a, is in a group text with me and Z Man, and uh, I'm nice. hopeful that he'll he'll make it one night. Yeah, maybe. That'd be nice. We get about a week. It's pretty, well, no, we get like one day a week. Yes, yeah. a lot. Yeah, you were he like responds to everything. The rest of the time, nothing. Yeah, we're like damn it. What a dork! Yeah, I love it. Of uh, Alfie, by the way, the way he texts. Really? He yeah. what? That reminds me of you. You do that a lot. Where you won't respond to anything, and then one day you respond to everything I say. That's not true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> That's not true. No, you'll send you'll send one message, but you'll send it in like ten messages, and you'll ask like two different questions, and then I'll respond to all of them. Understand why you do that. That's how or, I talk. It, it's it's one. It's not how you talk because you you talk in full thoughts. But but two, I I will give you what happens is like you'll text me a question or like two questions at a time. Like you know you'll like t- ask me two different things and I won't see it. And two days later, then I'll like respond to both of them in a text because it's like I'm being polite by responding to you at that point. Right. Even though I was rude for not responding for two days. <laughs> Sometimes you lose it. You know, sometimes you don't see the text. All right. So, are we at number six? Um, did, I, did you do your seven, Alfie? I, yeah, I believe seven, seven. Yeah. Seven. What was your seven, Alfie? Noir. 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 All right. So, uh, number six. Uh, let's start with you again, Z-Man. I uh, because of also recent plays. This one made the list. Argent. Uh, Argent Consortium. Consortium. Level ninety-nine. Woo! I have one game on there that's from them. I think only one. Okay. Um, I. Actually had kind of a sour taste from the last couple times. Like I never disliked it, but I never really liked it a ton. And I think it was because playing with you guys, I was always pigeonholed. Like oh Zach or Z Man's gonna take all the red bandages, <laughs> and normally I did. So it's it was, it was a solid pigeonhole. This time I tried not to do it, and I actually got to like make different strategies. It was really cool. I don't <laughs> think I got anywhere near winning. Cool. But, oh, actually, I think I got second. I think I got really close to winning, actually. You did. It but, came down to, like, you lost by one card or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, well, cool. But I had a lot of fun. Like, I got to play a different game that I was used to playing. And because before I, you know, I did always take the, the route I knew and the route that did well or at least angered people, which is fun. But I had a lot of fun. Really cool this last time we played. And because of that, it made top six. All right, so uh, you said something that I, I totally agree with in that uh, you didn't win. You had a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've ever won Argent, but I've always had a blast playing it. It does suck to get dicked out of your spaces, assholes, for this last time. I had no oh, reds. Dude, you got hurt so bad last game, Ben. Yeah. Toby just fucked you. I, don't get me wrong. I, I did too, but it was usually because I wanted like, your specific there's, spot. There's five, there's five rounds in that game. The last three rounds – 
at least two to three of my mages were in the infirmary. <laughs> dick, dick. Yeah. She got dick. healing stuff. But, but, that out of the way, <laughs> this is a game where I've had so much fun playing it, even when I'm losing. Yeah. That's a little annoying to yeah. not do what you want to do. But, like, that aside, it's fun to play the game to try and figure out what oh what this what the the votes are gonna go for sure and then try to do that even when and then and then you see other people and you're like oh shit I looked at the same vote that you looked at and you're clearly going for all those spells I probably can't get that but maybe I can get this one and there's so yeah. much cool stuff there and it's so much fun and, and you're right every every time you play it you play a different character and you can do different things there's a bunch of strategies there yeah. love the game but we might talk about this a little bit more later. <laughs> All right, I'll save my thoughts for when we talk about it later. What's your number six? Mine? Yeah. I have Viticulture from Stonemaier Games. Almost made mine. Nice. Very, very close. Actually, probably should have. I think I enjoy the the mechanics of that game, like specifically your player board. Um, I I enjoy how the wine works with uh, having like your fields and you harvest in your fields or whatever. And then you produce your wines that age. And then they also like age once they're made into a wine in the cellar. And then you use that to like fulfill orders. I really, really enjoy that. Um, the way that works and it's, it's like a beautiful game and everything. And then I also really enjoy the, like the game player board where you have to go to the, the spots um, place your guys out, and then you get like bonuses at certain spots and things like that. I, I, I find that game really fun at both smaller and higher player counts. I totally agree with what you said about the player boards. the 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 mechanism of moving your wine up and down and the grapes aging mm-hmm. is so cool. Very. I don't know what it is about it. It's one of those things where it's like, dude, this is so enjoyable. Here's a question for you: uh, the beer one or viticulture? Brewcrafters? Yeah, Brewcrafters or Viticulture. I'm not going to answer that right now. Okay. Good to know. Will that be answered on your list? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> um, so. It, w- it, it won't. Okay. Oh. I didn't think it would, but I wondered. Uh, Brewcrafter- so, I Brewcrafters was on this list last time. It's not this time. Interesting. Yeah. I think both wonderful games. I actually think I enjoyed Viticulture more. I think it just had more intricacy. It's well, that's, uh, that's interesting. I actually think I've had more fun playing Brewcrafters, um, but I think Viticulture is probably a better designed game. I, I think, yeah, I think, I think, I will say that I had, I really did not enjoy playing Viticulture with those assholes. Is that me? Uh, no, the the like the visitor cards that like were just pure points. Oh, the Viticulture. Oh yeah. yeah. That was with me. But like I've played it before, where we didn't have those, and it was freaking phenomenal. Yeah, it, yeah, it just I, depends on the draw you get with it, you know. So like we had like we played it a handful of times. We had w- literally one game where somehow everyone was drawing uh, cards that were just points. Yeah, it was yeah. it was it was probably like sixty to like eighty percent of the cards that people played in yeah. like the blue category in the winter, or I think it's called. We're just oh, like, oh, game victory that. points, which, yeah, is, which I, I didn't isn't like that. fun. No, that's not fun, um, which is where Brook after edges it out. But sure. I think Viticulture is probably a better design game overall. I agree. And um, But, I mean, like, that gets down to, like, splitting hairs. This isn't even, like, between your four and your Viticulture at this point. This is even tighter than that. Yeah. yeah. They're very similar games, I think. 
don't know about that, but I just think in terms I, of like fun and enjoyment, like they're similar that their theme is alcohol, but that's about it. And they're Euros. Yeah, I think like, it does the same concept of like okay, you have to uh, time to brew as well. Yes, you, you are really like different. doing these orders, but I, I think how you go about doing that are a pretty the mechanically very different while what you're doing itself of um within the theme of like gathering recipes and getting the different ingredients for the recipes is similar i think the, me- the mechanically what you're doing is very different well we gotta play brew crafters i would love we should have it too it's actually not bad at two okay i'm down I like um, brew all right so uh my number six is seasons uh, Seasons is the third board game that I ever had. Oh, God damn. Um, what was the first and second, if you don't mind me asking? Hot, do- uh, Hot Rod Creeps. I'm sorry, Seasons is the fourth board game. Uh, Hot Rod Creeps, which we played. You've absolutely played Hot Rod Creeps. John, uh, Alfie, you played Hot Rod Creeps plenty of times. Oh, I played it, I think, three times. Love that game. So much fun. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I um, And Coyers. Which is a dice game that you you probably never played. I, I bought both to play with RC. Cool. Third I don't game think I've, I've played Quarriers either. It's um oh what Dice Masters, but not collectible. Yeah. Number three. Number three. Really? Number I three. Like that game a lot. Which I freaking love, City of Remnants. But yeah. if we're gonna be honest, it's not on the list. No, it's not on mine either. Um, and then I got Seasons for my birthday. Nice. Um, Did you played Seasons before you got it? No, it was just on like my Amazon list, and nice. Alicia looked it up. Very cool. I got that in. Uh, what's the one about the island? Really dope. Awesome game about the island. Forgotten Island? No, 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 no. Um, survive? Right. Yeah. Where, like, the island right. destroys. Survive, yeah, yeah. Atlantis, Escape from Atlantis, I think, was yeah. that one. I think I left it at home because Riley likes that one. Oh, okay. But Seasons. So Seasons is, wow, it's it's so much. At its heart, at its heart it's a card game. Sure, but then you have this these these interesting dice mechanics and these interesting like resource management mechanics kind of thrown in, and I take back my sure. I think at the heart it's a dice game. Really, I I, I think the I, cards I, are very no. I, I don't th- see. Oh, so I thought at, I, at first I thought it was a dice game, but it's I pretty sure it's a card game. I think you win and die by those cards, but you have no control over those cards because it's like two hundred something in a stack completely random no control of the cards you have control over what dice you pick and like what resources you take and how you use those resources either on this turn or three turns from now but But you have no control over the cards very not no very little that's why i say either way so on the game the theme of it is you're all wizards trying to win a crystal tournament whoever gets the most most crystals wins and it's it's played over three seasons yep um, three years. Oh, three years. And each, each year has a season, and within each season, different things are worth different points, and usually nobody transmutes, but if you do, it's worth some points. But the whole thing is like... See, Dolby did pretty well yeah, transmute did pretty last transmute. But the game is just... It's one of those ones where like it just defies ex- explanation. Like, yeah. like the, You're right. There are so many cards, so every game is so different. It is. There's... There's everything from fuck you cards to turtle cards to random like cards that like let you replicate and just create more points to cards that fuck yourself. But if you do it enough times at the end of the game, you're going to win a shitload of points. Yep. And I love it. I have so much fun playing it. 
I don't track my reps on BGG, but this has got to be up there. There are so many times before bus left where Alfie would leave and then we would just be like, well, let's fucking play seasons. Oh, yeah. When I see, I think for that last reason is actually the reason I didn't make it on my top. After playing, when we just played, because we played when before Alfie yeah. had to go home, uh, or after Alfie had to go home, um, we played that, and I realized I know all the cars that are in here, and it's no longer, like, exciting for me. Oh. And I was like, I've played this enough now that I kind of understand this is how the game's going to work. He got this card. Or, like, if I pass this card, he's going to keep it. If he doesn't, he's going to keep it. There's no way it's coming back to me. It's like I know the strength of the cards now, and I was like, hey, this is the card I need to take because it's the strongest. He's going to take this one. I know he has it now. I can build around that. Right. I can make sure not to pass him other cards that help him there. And, and I actually – I didn't like mathing it out, I guess, Aww. for that game. So then do you like – because it's in the same world. Okay, so there's three games in this world. Yep. Seasons, yep. Lords of Zidit, yep. and Dice Forge. Dice Forge is my favorite of three. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Alfie, do you like – when was the last time you played Seasons? I played it once. So you like Zidit better then? 2015. Um, so arguably, because you've never played Seasons really? <sighs> Zidit, you can get so screwed, though. Yeah. And, like, it can break your entire game. But I, I, I will say, because of that with Zidit, I had to, like, the, the next time we played, the most recent time we played it, I had to be very yeah. careful. And I, you know, and so I, I like that, that I know that I can kind of, you know, get sure. blocked out of something. And so I have to be extra careful um, sure. and I have to play better. But I, so Seasons is probably, it's got the big chunky dice that are yeah. colorful and there's like, Seasons is a beautiful game and I, I'm sure I would enjoy it, you know, if I played it more, so. I'm, I'm going to say Seasons just for because I'd like to play it. If, if you give me the choice between Zidit and Seasons, I would choose Seasons. And I, I, I haven't played Dice Forge. Oh, so. man, it's great. It is great. It's so yeah. good. It's, uh, I, it looks and sounds cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, six. So is your six? I've done, I did six. Viticulture. Yeah. Nice. Viticulture. Okay, so, so we're done. All right. So number five, halfway through. Z-Man, let's go. All right. Run to number two. Number two. Alfie's last night in the States. That's not bad. It's not good either. Yeah, but it's not bad. Right, number five. Alfie, why don't you start us out? Uh, My number five is Monikers. Nice. Yeah. I didn't think I would see that in the list. The game that got us kicked out of uh, Ryan's uh, back porch. Yeah, so we um added to the the main room so everyone could watch us play. Yeah, and uh, Buzz actually has a video of the whole game. Nice, very nice. So um, the last time I made this list, Spyfall had this spot. Nice, and I think Spyfall is still my best memory of a game like this. Um, At the airport. Yes. <laughs> However, I think Monikers... On the website, if you guys want to see. Yes, yes. However, I think Monikers is a better game and a game that is going to be fun with a variety of groups where I think Spyfall is only fun with you guys. Okay. 
it only works with you guys. Like, for some reason, it might just be because of like when I first played it, it was kind of explained to me by like Eric and Amanda and Benz, you know, and so it was like. It, it, it was kind of explained, oh, this is the way we play. And so I was like, okay, cool. Like, I can't wait to play in this the way, you know, they are. And and we have we have a blast with that. You know, like the question of like, would you see any babies? Or like, <laughs> would you see any Marlins where you are? You know, like things like that that are just like staples within that game or something that only we get, you know? Right, yeah, okay. is being like, uh, like a joke and everything. But I think Monikers like works in both a larger group and it's just like, so much fun and 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 it's a little more competitive i think spyfall you pretty quickly realize like who you think it is and then you're trying to like actually like make sure it's them or whatever you know you you usually know somebody who if if you're like not the spy you usually know somebody else who is also not the spy because you like look at each other and you're like oh that was good you look at each other very knowingly but in monikers it's like you're freaking yelling in math one t because you can't get <laughs> In single one, you know, to explain to you, and it's just yeah. like it, it was just so much fun. And so, I monikers is my number five. I absolutely love that game. All right, uh, nice. sick choice, man. Yeah, monikers like is so much fun, and yeah, and, and I would say that that's arguably something that's missing from my list. Is I don't, I would put monikers or code names could fit on here pretty easily, yeah. yeah. Um, but my number five is. Another is another one of the first games I bought. It's actually the first game I bought at the store, oh. which is Tragedy Looper. Nice. Uh, Tragedy Looper, I remember hearing the description of it and being like, I need to own this game immediately. And little did I know the Pandora's box that I was opening. It, it's still one of the most complicated games I have, but... In terms of like, I, I I love deduction, and this game does it better than any other game that I have. It is so cool. I have all the expansions that are available in America for it. Are there Maybe. are there more expansions for it in Japan or wherever? I don't think so, but there are like uh, small one offs that I don't have. Huh. Okay. Not like fan made ones, but like sure. one offs that they've, they've like a, they, like they've, a little pack. Or yeah, something. that they've released at like. Mm-hmm conventions or whatever yeah there, there's no game like tragedy looper it it's it's it, it is it is like it is in a category all by itself and i've only played as the mastermind and i kind of like it that way i've had so much fun doing it there's it's so cool to sit back and listen to you guys try and figure it out um the chess match that it is of moving the characters back and forth, and then you guys trying to figure out—it's funny. So now you guys have played it enough. Play You've played it multiple times. Yeah, but the first time doesn't count. You were I played so, it twice. I really only played it once. So Alfie's played it multiple times, and it's crazy seeing you guys play it now because you guys are so much better at it. Where if I'm trying to like faint you into doing something else, it's so much harder. Yeah. Um. And that gets me so excited uh, as the game that rewards skill and ability. And just the mysteries involved, the the breadth that this game has. And we've only done, well, we've played this maybe five, six times max. We played it twice in in one night, I think, once. 
not with you. We're back with. Uh, I, like, I, got I, I played it. I played it twice. The first time with um, Lady Wasman slash like half of a game with Rico. Oh, that's he was right. on the yeah, phone yeah. the whole time. And then we played it. I think once when it was Z Man, um, Bus and I when Z Man was drunk. That's and right. Then, and, and you and Bus yelled at each other. We got. <laughs> we got heated. Got heated. Yeah, it was hilarious. It's not the first time things got heated with me and someone else on this cast, but uh, <laughs> happens sometimes. It, it does, and, and nobody cares, you know, because it's like yeah. everything's fine. Uh, and then There's we played it again time. when Z Man was sober. Yeah, right. I, I did. I, I, played, I, I, needed, I feel like one of those times we might have played it twice. Besides the first time, I feel like I played more than four scenarios. Oh, actually, you we did. might have played it. I twice think we did it twice time. the next time. We did. Um, we did. That's right. That's right. There, yeah. Um, in both times, you guys are assholes, and you guys fucked. Oh, I, I think, think the first. I think the first time you guys we, got, we it, got it. We got it. We got it in the first like like thing because you weren't able to complete your thing or whatever. But you couldn't like close it out, so we yeah. had to wait for a while. And in the second game, I think you guys literally got it in the first couple thing, like turn, and yeah. you were able to like shut it down. Yeah, right. Fuck, dude, so much fun. Love Tragedy Looper. It's it's really cool. It was one of the ones where I was like, I it's I can't. I don't know if I can make this list without this on here. Yeah, it's fair. It's a it's an extremely unique game. All right, number five. My number five, I believe, was oh yeah, Seafall. Yeah, Seafall <laughs> uh, was on the short list for sure. Yeah. Uh, so Seafall. Uh, okay. So question for you, Alfie. Was it on the short list before, like our latest update, like when we got the cool little decoder and the new people? Was it? Do you think it would be on there before then? Well, what was the last thing you said? Would it be on? But after you said decoder. Yeah. If uh. Before we unlock the cool decoder with all the people and you have to scan them, would it have been on your short list before then? Yeah, because I forgot about that when I was thinking about it. Interesting. Um, So, Seafall, real quick, uh, I I feel by far the most underrated legacy game out there. Well, I mean, out of the two legacy games, it's the, I guess, three. It's the, yeah, that's fair. There's literally like. See everybody fun. loves Pandemic, and I haven't heard anything about Charter Stone, but I assume everybody just likes it. No, I've heard negative. I heard people don't like Charter Stone. Oh, okay. and just like Pandemic Legacy Two, they don't like the second one as much. They don't like the second one. Yeah, so there's two. As pan- much. Oh, I think there's, there's two Pandemics. There's a Risk. There's Charter Stone, and then there's Seafall. There's That's five right. risk. official ones. Okay, there's only the five official. Yeah. In Gloomhaven, arguably, but it's, but it's not. If it doesn't have the legacy title, I, I mean, Charterstone is. But Seafall, um, dude, cool. short, short, short list for me. This might be number eleven. Okay. Uh, for me, uh, I, I, I love this game so much, and yeah, it's probably uh, like a top twenty-five. One of the, the, the most disappointing things about you leaving two months early was not finishing Seafall. We're yeah. Sorry. We'll have to. We'll have to. Like every time I come down, we'll have to get just like one game of that in so we can finish it. Dude, literally, I, I, I am so down. If you want to figure out how to fucking do it over Skype, I am so down. Yeah, um, I think the problem is the cards. So yeah. I will buy you a copy because they're like twenty bucks right now. Really? It's so cheap. Because again, because no one likes. It. We're the only three people that like this game. 
I don't think. Man. All right. Yeah, that's true. Why? Why do you love this game? Uh, I love it because a the theme of pirates is I, I love it. Um, Excellent. Uh, and I love that it has storytelling. And this is going to come up actually more as we go through my interesting game. Um, but I love the storytelling aspect of it. I love the choose your own adventure as well as a board that gives you many, many, many options. And you choose what you think, A, you can do before someone else, yeah. and B, what you can do to just get points. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think a majority of it actually is more of, can I hit this goal before someone else? And what goals can I hit on the way to hit that goal? Yeah. It was a big thing. And I, I love that. Uh, I'll say planning, but it's, it's kind of loose planning because you can change your plan pretty easily. It's not set in right. other things. But I love that aspect of it. Yeah. And that you get to name your own people, which is awesome. That is very cool. Old Bear is a beast if you don't have him in your old, game. Old, old Bear is old a beast. Bear is a beast. Yeah, if you don't old, have old, Bear, old Bear is very good. So is Carmaria. Yeah. yeah. Car, Car is yeah. great. Car is a beast. Comrade Ben is a really good colony to have. It's a terrible, terrible place. Children. Uh, horrible, horrible place to visit. Children? There's one called Children? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's a lot of fun, and the the kind of sailing pattern is cool as well. I don't know. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot that I think is great, and I, it's surprising that it got such bad reviews. I, I, I think, I think now hearing that like Charterstone and Pandemic Legacy Two are kind of getting less than great reviews. I think that people in general just don't like Legacy. And they just happen to like Pandemic Legacy because they're all suckers who just liked Pandemic originally. They really liked Pandemic before. Yeah, like people... I I don't particularly enjoy Pandemic, but people loved that game. And so it makes sense that Pandemic Legacy is going to be like all of their favorite game, you know? I mean, so they already liked the start of it. So it's really, hey, we'll throw some... Right. Here and some white thingies here and some oh some other things happen here. Maybe. I, don't I know. mean, uh, yeah. Right. Kind of and I think that, and I think the criticism of Seafall that like the first game or two isn't really a game. It, I I think that those are sound. That's sound criticism. Yeah. No, I think so. They're they're definitely like prologue. Those yeah. are intros of the game. Learn the mechanics. If you know how to, I, you wouldn't know how to play it's a legacy game. So it's fine. Like I. But that's that's where I that's where I disagree with the criticisms. Really, that they're like not you don't think the first couple are like prologue games. No, 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 no. But the game tells you they are. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should. I I agree. I agree. But I could understand if a game tells you, "Hey, we do this thing," and you could be like, "Well, I don't like that thing." So. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But the game tells you this is an intro game. It's going to teach you the mechanics. It says that in the rule book. Yeah, it does. Then you play it. And then I remember, and you two both felt this way at the end of it. We did some shit. At the end of it, you lose whatever you did. Yeah, and that sucked. But it, it but it kind of, kind of. I wish they would. It kind of told you that was going to happen. They did. They, they didn't tell you you were going to lose everything. I didn't like that. I was not happy. You weren't. Oh yeah, because they because I lost my guy. Like get rid of your character. You, yeah, I was not uh, happy. Mad about that because I wouldn't have picked that person. Would have picked someone else. Exactly because I would have because I wanted them to be my person. 
yeah. I, I think that's an actual problem, not just like a oh I don't you know oh whatever. It's like oh, I think that's an actual problem. Yeah. Like you should have said, hey, guy, yeah, because yeah. you have to rip them up. Okay, yeah. and that was bullshit. That and I remember sitting here one. and be like, well, I don't want to do that. Yeah, right. I just skipped that part of it. Yeah. No, the game says like, fuck. I know, because you were just like, it was like, I chose this character to be my leader because I wanted this character to be my leader. And so if I knew, hey, at the end of this, you're going to rip this person up, it's like, well, give us some give us some generic people that we can be. Give, be like a guy on one side, a girl on the other, and give it to us. You know? better that way if it's like, oh, hey, pick the four generic people because at the end, rip them all up. Yeah, or even don't exactly. go and be like, hey, start with these for your prologue. Game. Yeah, yeah. They can be an easy, like, walk through, like, these characters are the ones you need. And at the end, you rip up, and then you choose your captain. Right? Or, or don't rip up the your leader, like uh, yeah. Or don't lose your leader. Yeah, we're doing your leader. Yeah. You know, say like, oh hey, you can go get a new one well, if you didn't like them. Forward with what we had, right? No, we lost. Like nothing went forward. Oh, so we really did. It was start. literally we're, just it so was a game, practice game. Official game one was zero. Was game, yeah, official game one was game zero. Then yeah. game two was game one. Right. Like nothing carried over. Right. Really like, dude, like. That's a Except game that where, sticker, that sticker that will always be on the board. Fuck you. Um, setting that game up, those nights when we were playing that, are some of the best times. Like laying it out, opening up the boxes, setting up the gold, pulling up. It's it's one of those things where like I think it's and and I think this is what Legacy is supposed to do. Is where I open up my box and I'm like, oh yeah, I had. I had yeah. this. I had this guy. We got this. I had this. Oh shit! I had this. This. This research thing or whatever. Yeah. You know, and the, that kind of like, this is me, and I'm, I'm revisiting it. And there were some great moments there. Or like, oh shit! I'm so far behind. I'm gonna get a shitload of resources right now. Yeah. Or wow! I have all these. Like, I. I think. Um, I think everything we're talking about just sums up that I think Seafall is probably one of the best adventure games out there. It really sums up what it's like to go on an adventure and stay on an adventure. Like, your career is being an adventurer and a pirate. You know, it really embodies the, like, the, the, the longevity of, like, you know, this is what you do for a living. Like, you're a sailor who, like, goes and picks up shipments and does that type of stuff, and you go on these adventures, you know? Yeah, this is your life. That That is a great point. I love that. Yeah. Because, and I've said, like, you know, I'm losing so hard in that game. and I, But I just love adventuring and yeah. going searching on stuff. Yeah. I just have fun playing the game. It's really cool. Like, and, that's and like, thing, I don't like, want to lose, but I have so much fun, like, going on, like, these adventures. Sure. Yeah. And I think, like, you're not trying to lose at all. You're doing adventures and you're getting points. And actually, you're catching up. Right. But it's the thing that you can have so much fun doing other things. And it brings it back to yeah. you. One of the main reasons that it is so much fun for me is the booklet of reading. Yeah, uh, tell little stories. You know, the make your own. Right. This one's choose your own adventure, but more of do this adventure. Have someone read to you what happens. Right. And I, I, I think my one criticism is that it can feel gamey at times where you're just like, okay. you're just, you're just playing this mechanic. You're not really immersed in the story because you're like oh i'm just gonna keep going to this tomb until i like pass it type thing you know until it you know you're not doing anything in there you're like oh i'm gonna go here and roll some dice and then oh i'm gonna go here again and just roll some dice because i didn't get what i want and so it's like i i don't like that aspect of it that it can just feel fiddly and gamey at times sure well and that's like that's the same thing when 
what the the super defensed ancient city popped up. I killed it the next turn. Yeah, I was like, well, I just I have the shit like right defensive city. I'm I'm gonna kill it, and I did right. it. And I was like, huh, it's kind of kind of unfulfilling. Yeah, well, it's crazy. It's like you lose the thematics there, and you're just like, well, I am still playing a game. I, I do some points. Right. right, right, which is gonna happen in in most games. So. I think that one's that one's decently solid. Where it doesn't happen a ton. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, number five, Alfie, or are we at number four now? Uh, Alfie, let's go for you for number four. Uh, my number four is Scythe. All right. Cool. Which is the l- lowest, or uh, is it highest or l- lowest? I guess lowest on any of our lists, because I assume it's going to come up. Later on, your guys is um, so we can we can kind of talk about it. Then we can do a big scythe fest whenever it does come up for whoever has it the highest. On yours, all right. So let's just talk about it at number two. Okay. Uh, all right. So my <laughs> yeah, my number four is near and far from Mister Ryan Lockett. Wow. Uh, this could easily be above and below a couple years ago. You have three of them? I have two of him. City of Iron and Near and Far. There's no above and below. Huh? Well, no. Near and Far could be above and below spot. Interesting. Right. Uh, I agree. So um, I believe that Near and Far and Above and Below are different games. Yes. Yeah. I think one of them is good. I think both of them are good. <laughs> above and Below was my number one for 2015, which you guys can all listen to on www.jobbatthedice.com. Best of 2015. Which I believe all of us said was the best game from 2015. Not me. Yeah, not me. <laughs> Literally <laughs> all of us. You'll, you'll, find, you'll find out what my number one was that year a little bit later on this list. Um, but so I think it was the same. I think I think your number one's going to be the same. All right. So um, near and far though takes above and below. It just elevates elevates it so much, and it's another one that um, unfortunately me and Zeman are going to have to do on our own. But it'll be fun, and we're gonna have a great time. You're right. Um, I do. I just love this game. I love the storytelling aspect of it. It's so that that storytelling that Lockett does is so good. He paints a world that is so magical and so fantastical that you just get immersed in it. And then near and far takes what above and below started and makes it even better by making you an adventurer, but by still having the building aspect. And just like upgrading it, and it's this huge like there's a it's not really a legacy, it's just this like long campaign, and there's all these different maps. See, we were really we played it with uh, we did the character Stephen. campaign, which is a little different. With Stefan was fucking blew through, like, blew through all of it. Yeah, through, like the eight of his in yeah. one game. But like the proper way is like the whole adventure campaign. Okay, we haven't done yet. Yeah. Yeah, no, this I think is- I think that game is uh, it's a great, great game. Really, really good. Really well designed, and everything you said about it is spot on. Uh, and it, it it literally just takes everything I love about Above and Below and elevates it even better. Last minute. Edits. I uh, yeah, I, I agree. I just love this game so much. Lock it. I mean, it, it should be no surprise to anybody listening to this podcast if they've listened to any of the previous podcasts. Know that I'm long Lockett's nuts the way I was on this called Alms Nuts a couple years ago. Lockett can do no wrong. Dude, it's he's so good. He, he, he does hit on it on everything. Yeah. 
you know, and, and it's one of those ones where, where it's just like it's it, there. There's uh, great art. There's great stories. Which is so funny because the art has not changed across any game. But it's but it's it was just, good, right? It's good from the start, and he hit it off the bat. And was like, yeah, I'm gonna keep using this shit. Yeah, but it's Don't like he's got this great art. He's got this incredible world. Yeah, that he has this super incredible story to tell. Yeah. And he does it through these games. And then not only is he telling these stories through these games, the games themselves are super enjoyable to play and they're difficult and they're fun and it's it's engaging and it's like there's just enough conflict that like it's it's pretty cool. Sure. Um you go back to like the, we've been talking about experiences, dude. That there there was a time there was one game where we played above and below, and Alfie was gonna leave. It was like 11.30 or midnight. Mm-hmm. And we started to set it up above and below. And I don't know how. We managed to set up above and below quick enough that Alfie said, all right, fuck it. I'll stay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we played above and below. And it was just – and we'd already played above and below. And the reason he stayed is because he knew how great that game was. Sure. And it was one of those games where it's just like, dude, this this brought us together. This, this moment, this experience is so fun that Alfie – Thrust off everything in the real world. It was like, no, we're just going to do this together. And, and above and below is actually a relatively short game. Sure. And it's just so much fun because it's so cool because you're reading these stories and me, you, and Bus were wasted off our ass. That's great. And Alfie still was there. And it was just like, dude, this is one of those moments where like we are all bonded together in enjoyment of this one game. Yeah. And Near and Far does the same thing even better. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons why his world – that he's created extends so far because it has the storytelling aspects and because it has the player interaction past just a board. Right. It has, but it doesn't tell you to, but like it has the, honestly, you're going to have someone else read a story to you. Right. It has your involvement because of that. And then you're in far, it takes to a different level and takes the top board and the little explorers like, Oh, I need this point for my adventure. You might need this point instead. So cool. Yeah. Love near and far. That's uh, my number four. Zeman? My number four, I believe, is Fallout. Wow. Let me, let me wow. It actually, it actually started higher. Um, let me make sure I'm right here. Yep, Fallout. Um, this actually took, at the start, it took a joint spot with Above and Below. Because I think... And they both tell stories. Because they both tell elaborate stories. Yeah. Whereas Near and Far tells stories, it's not quite as elaborate. They're very much story-driven games. Um, I kicked Above and Bluff, and I kept Fallout. And he said earlier, I hate Fallout, the video game. But the board game lets me ignore the video game world and embrace the post-apocalyptic story world which I think is really fun. And it does it in an area control resource collaboration way that I really, really liked. And I had a blast. I actually wasn't that drunk when we played it. We weren't. So I think I actually just really liked the game. We haven't played it, since. <laughs> we played it the one time, um, but it was memorable and, and wonderful. Like one of the best times I've had playing board games in a long time, actually. Yeah. yeah, no, I completely agree. 
yeah, Fallout, it just, it just, it Which hits is on so crazy because I fucking hate Fallout. I hate the theme of Fallout. I hate the games. I've tried every single one, and I'm always like, "It's it, people love it so much. Why don't I love it? I don't understand it." I, I feel you, Z man, because I am exactly the same way. I want to like it. I just don't. I, I was like, it would make it so much easier socially if I just liked it. <laughs> like, Fuck it, it's such a stupid game. It's not because when the dust settles and uh, the Fallout's over, it's time to rebuild. So. <laughs> It's a quote from Fallout. I'm sure it is. <laughs> it totally God, is. And there's another reason. Why do you get a second game before I get an Elder Scroll game? This is bullshit. I like Skyrim too, asshole. You don't you like. Point. Uh, to be know? fair, I guess technically they gave you online, but like nobody plays that anymore. So yeah, did, did anybody play that ever? I played it. I think it was pretty popular when it first came out, and then people yeah, stopped. Fallout board great. game, just again underrated. So good. Is it underrated? Nobody I never looked at ratings. Well, I don't know anybody. It's not in the top like two hundred, but great. Game. It's a great game. That 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 is one of the ones where if if Bus comes out again, we we have to play it with. Oh Bus. yeah, because we didn't have time. We were too we drunk. We way a, too drunk. And B did not have the time. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's go, Alfie number three. My number three is Trickerion. Nice. Nice. Eh. Go ahead. I mean, it's magic, and it's a Euro, and it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, it gives you a book to figure out what magic tricks you want to learn. It might be getting an expansion this year. We don't know. Oh, another one besides the Doom Guards or whatever? Right, right. An- uh, another one. Um, you tell me, there's a Doom Guards expansion. We 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 play with it always. It's it it, it came with the Kickstarter. Yeah. Oh okay. I was um, like, what? That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, so um it so there no matter what there's something else in the Jakarian universe coming. Okay. We don't know if it's an expansion. Is it by the same designers? Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. We don't know if it's coming from if it's if it's an expansion or a new game. Okay. Either way, I, I'm I'm happy to hear it because I I adore that game. I think that game is really well designed. I think it's a lot of fun, and I think it's probably a lesser known game, maybe because that was their first game as designers. I, I'm right. not sure. We have another game coming out called Cerebria uh, that me and you will enjoy in a couple months. Here, cool. I would say I would love a new Tricarion game. Yeah, just a new game. Yeah, I think I'm the only one of our crew that. Didn't love it. Yeah, you didn't love it. Did I really? I, like, I didn't hate it, but I just this was another one of those ones. And I played one where I was way too drunk, and that's the problem with playing these like intricate games. When I'm too drunk, you still, you still did pretty well. I know I didn't do bad, but I didn't like emotionally. I didn't. Oh, feel I, I, it. I that's didn't right. Feel I remember. Zeman kept doing tricks like every turns them out. Yeah, I did yeah. little. I was I was trying to do the little tricks. Slow points, yeah. you know, consecutive, consecutive points. Um, yeah, I remember that as well. This was one of the few examples where uh, this happened only a couple times where me and you will play a game on like Sunday or whatever day, sure, by ourselves, and then game night was like the next night, and then we play that game again. Yeah, yeah, uh, we've only done that a few times. It was like we did it with that game, we did it with Blood Rage, you know. Blood Rage. I need to play that again. Um, yeah, I've we learned that combat with, uh, is not wonderful. 
We did it with uh, the the dice game, Dice City or Dice, dice City. City. Yeah, with Dice City bus was way too wasted for that one. I remember that. Who's Dice City? Dice City is great. It's like you have this giant player board and you roll okay. dice and they kind of line up. It's you, like a grid. You got a grid of like one through six, and, and then you like activate different things within your grid. If I showed you, you'd be like, oh, that it wasn't the, the stained glass one. No, no, no. That no, Socrata's awesome. Socrata. I like Socrata a lot. That's a lot of fun. Uh, all right. So that was your number three. 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 Four. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. three. All right. Yep. So my number three is Argent from level ninety nine. Ah, I knew that would be there, yeah. All right. So who said Argent so far? Just Man? Argent. Just Man. No Argent from you? Okay. Uh, I mean, everything we've said before. I love Arjun. I got dicked so hard the last game; it was a little it annoying. Did a lot. Um, but I was drinking coffee and trying to sober up, so it's fine. Yeah, like really dicked hard. Which Alfie happened to you in a previous game? I think either the first or second time, or have I played it four times? I think or three. Because the first time it was just me and you. Do you remember? Oh yeah, I think the second time we played with like five people. Yeah, because I think it was super red, and at that point you were still the one that beat me more at games. So I was like, "Fuck you, Z-Man." I hate to break it to you, but I think I'm still the one who beat you more at games. You are, you are, but you know, at that point it was more prominent where I had to deal with it every day. I know it was. It was. I started playing, and you were talked about as being this like god at games, and I was like, "All right, whatever." And then we played, and it was like, "Oh, okay, we can like match each other, like yep. you know, tit for tat." And so you were like, "Oh, I got to go after him." I did. That's exactly what it was. Like you were the you were the arch nemesis at that point. It's like, no, fuck you. If I can't win. You can't win. I'm honored. And you still won. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, Argent, just super super great. I'm not gonna go too much into it, but fucking love this game. There's a beautiful mil- game. Million variations. We still haven't played with half the rooms. Yeah, I know. There's B sides to everything. We haven't played with half the other powers. It's there's so much to go on. Which is is typical of level ninety nine. Love 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 the game. So much fun, and uh, I'll try and put one of the pictures we have because it literally took up this entire table. Yeah, like the entire table. I've shown you people at work, and and they were like, "Oh, that's what you mean by board games." Yeah, yeah. Oh no, my stuff was like a mess, like trying to keep it straight. When you got these like big ass cards for your spells and everything, <laughs> you're like tapping them. Oh, yeah, dude, because you had, like, treasures and, well, even like, consumers. There's a reason I won. I had a lot of stuff. Even at the <laughs> old house with, like, a proper size table for, like, yeah. Thanksgiving, we still took up the whole thing. And it was the same experience where you're, like, can I have shit falling over? And you tap things and put it under another thing because it's already tapped. So much fun. <laughs> Love, Argent. It's in the Indines universe, which is the same universe as BattleCon. Um, yep. Not that it matters too much, but there's a couple of overlaps there, which we'll start to find out a little bit more right. as we play. Argent, love it. Number three, uh, Zenith. So, real quick, I think oh, what's okay. interesting is I have no idea, Benz, what your number one's going to be. And Zenith, I don't know what your top two are going to be. You don't know what my number one's going to be? I, well, you said it's not Magic and it's not Game of Thrones, so I, I, I can't think of it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't say that. Oh, I thought you did say that. You said it's not magic. Oh, okay. I thought you said you were going to make Game of Thrones magic status. No, oh, you no, I text, I, no, no, I texted you that. Yeah, yeah, you did text me that. I, I texted you I might have to make Game of Thrones magic status. Yeah, okay. I thought you did do that. Okay, never mind. I know. And Z-Man, I don't know what your top two are. Well, number three, I think Z-Man. you can figure out at least one. 
Well, what's your number three? Uh, number three is actually Imperial Assault. Oh, okay. I thought you, I thought you said Scythe was your number three. Never mind. Um, Go ahead. Because it is – so I absolutely love Dungeon Crawlers. It's my favorite archetype of games is Dungeon Crawlers. I wish – I had money to buy Gloomhaven. Because I think you would play it with me. I don't I know if it would be as crazy as I hear it's required for the game. Because so I oh, hear it's a huge time. No, but like we yeah. do Massive Darkness together. Yeah, but that well, was quick. We did that shit. No, but they, they say that with Gloomhaven, the problem is the administrative stuff. Yeah, but that was doing two missions a week. Okay. It's like four Gloomhaven. Weeks. Gloomhaven four, or like wait, four weeks four hour this crew? Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it it's true. What what Zach's saying is that um, they said the administrative yeah. stuff with the game is is what like just kind of drags it. Yeah, it does, and like it's a game I know I would love, and it's not on oh, here I because a I can't. I guess I could afford to get it, but I I don't see the time to play it. Like, cause you get new games yeah. that I also want to play. Like, I know I like Gloomhaven, but. I can play Dungeon Callers on my own. Like yeah. I play the skirmish against Eric every now and then. Yeah. And we've only done it like twice, but every now oh. and then. Um, twice like three years ago, yeah. <laughs> I just bought the Darth Maul character because you really? get Darth nice. Maul. And nice. I fucking love him. Oh, you still buy stuff for that game. Is it actually over one night so we could do skirmish? Has anyone seen Solo yet? Yeah. No, I, ha- I haven't, yeah. but I yeah. will eventually yeah. when I have time. I heard about that. Oh, wait, haven't you haven't seen it? Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. I heard about that. It was like good about fucking time. Yeah. Heard about what? We'll see if that does anything. It should. Okay. Heard about what? There's so much like Clone Wars history of. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. Why do you like Imperial Assault? I love Imperial Assault because it is a tight dungeon crawler. It is also Star Wars. That's my favorite. Your favorite brand. So. Is it better than Descent? No. Okay. I think aspects of it are better. Okay. And it limits itself because of its theme. Because it's Star Wars, Wars, it limits it. Like, you can have unlimited creatures, bosses, blah, blah, blah. Is it better than Massive Darkness? 100%. In its mechanics? Yes. Okay. Yes. I really like the dark and light thing that we had going on. The only thing Massive Darkness has on it is that... Actually, that part's cool. The, The light and dark is really cool. Where you get a special ability if you're sneaking, or if you cannot be seen, or if you're in a lantern or light or whatever it is, and that Mass of Darkness lets you do a whole mission, or like a whole you know character growth in one mission, right? Where you can speed it up, like hey, by the end of this mission you're going to be level four, right? You're right. going to unlock all this stuff. Whereas Imperial, it's it's straight dungeon crawler campaign. There's no single mission other than skirmish. Right. Right. Okay. So I, I like that of Massive Darkness, and I will keep the game to play with my kids to teach right. them. Dungeon which is Crawlers. what I thought is like in in like maybe even next year we should bring that back with him. Yeah, totally down. Yeah, and I think kind of walk him through it. Yeah, I think it's a great game to introduce people to the concept of a dungeon crawler because a lot of them can be very weighing. It well, can be yeah. difficult to, yeah. to pick everything up. Like this I just started doing a D and D with some of the guys I play WoW with. And they, I found out they do much less of the combat proficiency type of stuff and way more of the, like, RP, like, role-playing. And I was like, huh, boy, this is something, like, I have to get a bit used to 
this is something I could teach Dungeon Crawler off this. Yeah. So, that's an interesting concept. That's my number three. Okay. So, we're on number two. Did you do your number three? Yeah, mine was Argent. So, number yeah, two. Okay. Number two, let's start with you, Alfie. Uh, my number two is a game. Actually, you guys can guess it. It was mentioned earlier on someone's list. Season, seasons. No, seasons. no it, it was it was on Bence's list though. If you want to go through and guess, I think it's pretty pretty obvious if you look. Near and far. Tragedy Looper. Tragedy Looper. Tragedy Looper is my number two game. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't I didn't say much when when you had it, but I think that that game is. Um, I I was gonna say it's, I think it's an excellent design. I don't know if that's an accurate way to describe that game. I um, so. I think it's incredibly fun. I think it is incredibly uh, mind-consuming oh, and yeah, mind-fucking, dude. Yeah, like I said, it's it's in a category all of of its own. It, 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 it creates the deduction category, and it just. And nothing else can touch it. It's it, it's just something else. It's essentially a logic puzzle, but with a game, you know. And if you like that, you're gonna absolutely love this game. You do need somebody like Bent who can run it, um, because I think most people probably wouldn't be very good as kind of the the overlord. But I think he does a very good job. You do a very good job, and so that. I want to talk about that really quick. The first time I ran this game was with just me and Rico. Yeah. I do think at two players it doesn't work. Also, yeah. he's a terrible person to play like mono mono against. Uh, Why? Two, um, Put him on blast. Why? Uh, because, and I'm not putting him on blast from the Overlord point of view. Well, no, I am. He's okay. I was terrible at the Overlord. I was the Overlord, and he's conniving and can read you so much as the player. You're, you're referring to when he cheats at Spectre Ops, right? <laughs> I'm actually referring to when somehow he could figure out my shit when we played Sheriff of Nottingham. Just every single time I lied, he's like, I don't listen to him. He's lying. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, okay. Every time I was telling the truth, he's like, oh yeah, don't fuck with him. He's Rico's a good. smart guy. Rico's a smart like, guy. Rico's a smart guy. I was like, how do you know my tells? Was like, I just Very intelligent guy. He can just pick up people's tells very easily. And when there's a mono-e-mono deduction game, I think he can pick them up. I will say that Tragedy Looper is a game that takes effort. Sure. Uh, it is a game that, that yes, you're, you're, whoever's going to run it, they need to read that rule book over and over again. Mm-hmm. Then, every time we've played it, since, since the first time, I learned since the first time. Yeah. Since the first time, if we were going to play the game, days prior, I read the scenario and, like, read it over and over oh, again yeah. to where I not prepped my moves, but where I understood what I needed to do. Well, dude, there's so, a reason why you're our, our GM of the RPG. Right. Let me so let, let me ask a question. Do you feel as the overlord, do you feel you are playing against us in the game when you're doing that? Yeah. You do, you do? Okay. Yeah. But like as the overlord, I needed to like I felt like I needed to know everything especially after the first game and especially after the second game 
where when you guys would throw stuff at me that I wasn't expecting at all, yeah, I needed to know how to respond. Right. So every subsequent game, I would do more and more, maybe not research, but like just read the prompt over and over again. Sure. What I needed to do to win. Just figure out what you guys could do Trying on to your end. Figure out a base strategy. Yeah, figure out what you guys could do on your end because yeah. I needed to know how to move the characters around where where it would make sense to you guys or how to fate you guys sure. or how to do this or that. And like that was like a day process. Like even more so than usually when you guys come over, I spend a day reading rule books. Sure. Um, Tragedy Looper is one of those ones where like. I've told Rico we can't play this tonight. I'm not ready. Because you didn't tell me early enough. Yeah. Well, and I totally get that. Like, Where he'd be like at 4 p.m. He'd be like, hey, let's be Tragedy Looper tonight. I'd be like, I can't. Nope. No. <laughs> nope. Well, no. And I totally get it. Like, yeah. it's the same concept of a dungeon caller in a sense. Like, someone has to be hyper prepared. Right. The rest can kind of be moderately prepared. Right. Because you guys are all reactive. Yeah, all you guys Someone have to do is be reactive to be and pay attention. Proactive, exactly. Everything, and it's why, like Rico, you're terrible at being the bad guy at Imperial Assault. Nice, because you didn't do that, and that's why we destroyed you. Same with Descent, you didn't prepare, and I think that goes with like most dungeon crawlers. And it's it's surprising that like Tragedy Looper fits in that category. That like as the Overlord, well, it's one versus all. You have to be, yeah, as a one versus all, you have to be hyper prepared. But especially in tragedy, like, and like, oh man, the best thing I ever did was print out those sheets and laminate them. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Because <laughs> they normally just come with like There's tons of copies, right? Well, it was just paper, but then I found that the the sheet that we use, I found online. Oh, okay. Just like a slightly bigger one that yeah, you Yeah, that had laminate. a little bit more options. Nice. And like, it just made it easier for everybody. Mm hmm. Because I can have one and kind of look to see what you're – it's just so much better. Tragedy Looper, that's your number two, right? Yes. Z-Man, number two. Um, I believe it is Scythe. Yep. Uh, Scythe. Hold, on, hold, on, hold on, So this is my number two too, so let's just talk about this. Nice. Um, I will preface mine when mine has a small asterisk and also this the newest Civilization board game. Oh, because so, I think they are actually a very similar games. Scythe does the concept better, so Scythe wins. Are you talking about the Civilization game that we just played the other night? We, yeah. Um, they're both area insane, control. insane, by the way, but okay, continue. Now, okay, let me, let me, let me show my, let me explain my point of view. Go for both it. Both area control, both very much, um, so I love how Scythe and actually my probably favorite thing about Scythe is that you can only do an action once and you have to do a different action. And I think that comes across in Civilization as well. We're like, you could arguably do it the same true. action twice. That's true. You never should. Right. At the same time, it's area control. And at the same time, uh, Civ doesn't have the encounters, which are also a, a really great part of Civ that I like. But you do have different cultures or leaders that give you a different power they give you different things that you do better than someone else and you have to find a way to capitalize on what you're better at right um the mechs aren't in it uh, that's why scythe is better because i love the mechs i love that 
um, actually what you, you do improve, even that, like you improve your abilities you can use throughout the game. Scythe improves them as in you take off this negative cube and put it down in point wise, whereas Civ, you literally just improve the card and you get a new card, do it. I think they're actually very similar games. Scythe does it better and in a more competitive way. It's what I like. Um, they're both about the same playtime. Maybe Civ is a little quicker. I think Civ's quite a bit quicker, but I think Scythe generally is going to be oh, probably an hour and a half at least, and I think Civilization's probably a 40 to 45-minute game. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. Like, I was thinking Civ, hour and a half. Or, no, I'm not Civ. I was thinking Scythe, hour and a half. Civ, maybe like 45 to an hour. Yeah, so it's, it's almost twice as long. Yeah, um, but I, I the two like in my mind they had so much similarities that I couldn't not mention Civ is I'm sure it's a cheaper game to buy and actually I know it's a cheaper game to buy, uh, but Scythe is the better one and Scythe takes number two because of the wonderful way it displays that kind of game, also the beautiful pieces, the uh, the actual player uh, combat. Because Civ, you don't really fight each other at all. But in Scythe, you you will to claim a territory or to claim a star. Um, There's more interaction, yeah. Yeah, and I, that's another way that I think that they're similar because Scythe, you need to get a certain amount of stars to win or someone needs to get a certain amount of stars to win, but you also want these victory points to win. Civ is the same way. Like, you want these way, but they just cut it. Whoever gets the third one. So, different. Right. Similar concept, I think. Vince, as your number two. Uh, that's an interesting comparison. And I think you should make some decent points. I agree. I think, I think you did a good job at trying to compare those two. Right. Uh, I actually like what you said about combat, because in both games, I think combat is like, it's not about fucking the other person. No. It's literally about, like, I just really need to get to the spot. Yep. has nothing to do with me trying to fuck you down. Yeah, I really For just... sure. Yeah, uh, which is super cool, and I love that about Scythe. Scythe, so let's uh, go through it real quick. Um, Scythe, for me, at this moment, is just the pinnacle of what board games offer. It does so much. Well, let's say close to Pinnacle, because this is your number two. So close to Pinnacle. Oh, fucking got him. <laughs> no, I actually disagree. I, th- I think it still could be the Pinnacle, because um, it, how well-designed a game is isn't necessarily going to make it the top. Whereas, because I, I didn't talk about Scythe either on my list, and just kind of piggybacking off that real quick, I think Scythe is probably the best, the most well-designed game in um, my list, at least, as far as um, how much is there and how well it works together. Yeah. Agreed. So, and, and so, I, there's, there's, there's so much stuff I can say about Scythe. So, uh, real quick, um, I think it's intuitive as shit. Yep. I think it's easy to play. I think short of someone who has played none board games in their life, you can probably teach someone how to play it. Someone who has at least a, a mild interest in hobby board games can learn that pretty well yes. and do okay. Yep. And have fun. Yep. One, I, uh, I love that insight. It has so much 
to it combat resource collection uh, uh player board interaction area uh, control area control but it does it all so well that if you're bad at one piece you could be really good at the other and probably still win mm-hmm. uh uh it has variable player powers which might do variable player powers better than any game i've ever seen it has right. expansions that add just enough to the game yeah um it's just it's so good on so many fronts the even from and then once you get to the, in the production is just out of this world aside from the incredible components the way the player boards are recessed is so nice the game does so the well. Components, that was a Kickstarter thing, though, wasn't it? it was, the components are Kickstarter. That's what I'm saying. Aside from the components, but the player boards aren't. Yeah, cool. You know, like... Does it have to be? Yeah. Oh, like, aside from, like, oh, my God. Like, and I, I, I actually love... I have... I'm lucky enough to have a collector's edition. So I have the giant player board. Yeah. But, unfortunately, I'm relegated to this apartment. Ooh, it's not which means we play on the player board? No, which means we the last two times we played, we played on the normal player board. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Um, right, because it doesn't fit on that table. It yeah, fit on the table. it does not. It's just, I can't think of a game that gives me so much joy on so many fronts as Scythe. It satisfies yeah. so much. Nope. Combat, Euro, resource, drafting, there's freaking objectives, there's gorgeous minis, even in the retail version. You know, yeah. again, fuck the Kickstarter version, which I know has the beautiful. Steel and the coins and the other stuff, which is super cool. Aside from that, it still plays the same. It's still so beautiful. And I have yet to see someone play Scythe that doesn't think it's just the coolest thing in the world. Stefan, who who played it with us last time? It was Stefan who played it for the first time, I was like, if it was one of my friends, it was Stefan. He's the only one I would bring for that. I was going to say, the last time we played, it was me, you, Bus, Alfie, uh, Elder Alfie, one more person. I think it was Stefan. It might have been Stefan. Because we played all six. I remember. I, I, I screwed myself. Yeah, because you could have beat Elder Alfie, but you decided not to. I know. I talked. I said. I said words. That's right. And then he realized, oh shit, you're gonna get points. Yeah. Oh crap! I shouldn't have finished yet. Then I was like, oh, yeah. That's why right. did I say that? You can't fuck with Elder Alfie. I talked to him at at your graduation. Actually, I talked to him about that. I was like, man. Screwed me at sight. He's like, I know it was great. I was like, speaking of which, you left Rising Sun here with Elder Alfie. Yeah, he has it. Yeah, he was playing it every weekend. He keeps taunting me. Oh, does he? Well, he keeps inviting me over, and I'm like, I fucking work. Oh, you mean taunting in that? Yeah, I um, I really think he needs to play with you guys because I think the guys he's playing with aren't any good. He scored 200 points. Oh, um, he did, okay. He did ask me what's the highest score I've ever seen. And it's like That's 60 easy. or 70. Yeah. Yeah, no, he scored 200 points in the game. Whatever we scored. The first time we played, you scored like 65, and I was at like 60 or whatever. Like, it was like, it was still double digits. He got two fucking hundred? Yeah. How? God. Right? Ben, check your text. I'm going to check mine too. You didn't tell me. He, he asked me how many. What's the what's the scores? And I I didn't respond because that's that was insane. Um, all right, sweet. Have, all right. So we'll play with Elder Alfie. We'll figure that out. I do have one last. Two hundred and ten is the foxes. 
He also got he also got 121 in uh, a game as the yellow the whatever they're called the yellow clan. I don't remember. I don't. Who's the yellow? You gotta, you gotta help me out there, bud. The it was who I was the first time. The, yeah. I forget what they were called. Oh, they get to pay less for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember the clan name. No, it, it's 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 clear. I mean, the other guys just don't have a mind for it because there is absolutely no way anyone is scoring yeah. even close to two hundred in a game with us. Not at all. Like, there's there's very easy ways to figure out someone's strategy and gimp them in a way that also helps you. I think I think I think it's one of those games where there's probably a set number of points that you can get. Um, between everybody, and he's at the high end, and like they're at the very, very low end. That's insane. Two hundred. Yeah. Right, we'll comment. We're gonna make. Last comment about Scythe and why. Uh, I think plenty of reasons have told you why it gets this high in my ranking. One other one is a personal one. Um, so at Christmas last year, I had a, a huge, huge family, and. The guy I got for Secret Santa because we all buy each other gifts, random something, you know, fifty I bucks, fifty bucks, blah blah blah. Um, I talked to him and talked to his wife, that's my cousin, and I was like, "Hey, what is what is Jason like? Give me some ideas." Oh, well, he was in the Marines, so he likes this stuff, and he likes you know this cooking shit. And I was like, "Okay, cool, got him that." Go to Christmas and. Talked to him because uh, he's only been in the family. Well, he's actually been in the family for like four or five years. But I never normally have a chance to talk to him. Talk to him there. And he's like, hey, man, like, you want to go play this game? I just got this board game. And I'm super hyped to play it. And it was, oh, fuck, I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. But it was, it was an actual board game. It was like a board game we would play. And I was like, oh, shit, man, I know that game. Like, I'd love to play. I'd love to play. Go get David. Go get Tom. Let's play. And played it. Had a blast. I think played it again. Had a blast. Showed them code names. Played that there with the whole family. And I talked to him afterwards. Like Jason, like, do you do you really like board games? He's like, yeah, dude. Like I love them. I can't I can't get enough. But like I just don't have the money because they have two kids. And I was like, I can't do it. And I was like, have you heard of Scythe? And it was like when we were on the huge kick of Scythe. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dude, have you heard of? Him? He's like, yeah, man. I would love to get it, but it's like sixty bucks. Is like cool. Um, you still get your little, you know, your Santa present that we bought you because half of it's for your fucking kids anyway because we don't know what the hell to get you. But um, I did it, not anonymously, but like afterwards I bought him Scythe and like had it delivered to his house. I was like, dude, this is what I should have got you. Why didn't you tell me you liked fucking board games? <laughs> Play it and tell me what you think. And like he played it the day or two after with his wife, my cousin Rose. And they were like, we loved it. It's so much fun. And I was like, nice. I cannot wait to see you guys again because I'm going to beat your ass. But also, you guys probably will play <laughs> more by then. So maybe you'll beat my ass. But I'm excited to play. And it was a huge like emotional thing because like, he's one of the, uh, what is it, cousins-in-law, technically. They're like, I never had a huge connection with before. I liked him. Not a bad guy. We, we drank beers and drank booze, and it was fun. Like, you never had a connection. And I was like, dude, you like board games? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a podcast about board games. Oh, well, I could tell him this. I, just, I think you'd... Yeah. I, well, I know that's you. You you, you, and I have that experience. Right. Because I remember going to, to Shipman one time, and I don't know why I mentioned it, 
and Arkham Horror, and you're like, oh, that's one of my favorite games. And I was like, it's such a fun game. It takes Wait, like the one about like Cthulhu, and you're like, oh yeah, 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 and you do this and this and this. And I was like, all right, can't well. wait till we don't work together. Yeah, it's, it pretty pretty much. <laughs> it really was. And I was like, I and at this point we were just starting, and then I remember yeah. halfway into it, I was like, all right, if I ever quit, you're coming to game night, right? And he's like, absolutely. And then so the day, weird. the day that was gonna be, it was the last day we worked together before he moved to a different store. He gave me his like, I or I gave him my number or whatever. He was like, yeah, I'll text you about coming and over for he, games. First, he missed the first week, and he came the next, and we played uh, King Sport King Festival. Sport Festival. Yep. And then like he had to leave early because of his girlfriend at the time, and so yeah. me and Eric were like, all right, whatever. But then he came in the next night, and we played like Caverna. Agricola and Glass Road all at the same time. Yeah. And we were like, all right, we're in. Oh, yeah. And then from then on, then, then, yeah. Dude, how our group was formed is so fucking. And, and then fucking Bus knows his brother. I know. I finally met Joe. I was like, cool. Yeah. I've met all the brothers now. Right. Oh, you family. be a bit taller, but you are big and I understand it. All right. So is that all of our number twos then? Yep. Yep. All right, let's go to number one, and with number one, we're going to celebrate with another shot. I think we need to take a break after the shot, too. If someone needs to pee. All right. Can you can can you wait, like, ten minutes? Because I'm tired and would like to go to bed since it's okay. here. Okay. All right, Alfie, number one. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones board game. Uh, Game of Thrones board game second edition, Game of Thrones Clash of Kings expansion, Game of Thrones Storm of Swords expansion, Game of Thrones card game second edition. Actually, hold on. Is yours not Game of Thrones? No. All right. Is yours Game of Thrones? Yeah. All right. So we'll do ours really quick. Um, you've told us about this so many times, and the moments that you've had with it are incredible. And the one I'll always remember is your mom freaking winning Game of Thrones a board game. Just so dope. Because that board game yep. is complicated. I don't know. And holding the cards in her hand. I've seen that picture, right? Yeah, yeah. And just holding the cards in her hand and just like smiling like just, I fucking the, did. The, 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 the smile on her face, it's, it is just she's so proud and she's so happy. And I absolutely love it. I adore my mother. It's so crazy because I'm trying to think of my mom like in that kind of in that game that's so conniving and mm-hmm. and and I just want to see her just doing that. Like, you, I win. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, Alfie, go ahead. Give us, what's your spiel real quick, man? Um, The board game specifically, while I know it's not the best board game out there, it is the experiences I've had with it have been beyond any other game. And and specifically, and I've I mentioned this before on the podcast, but specifically the experiences of board games um, is why why I enjoy it so much. I enjoy the puzzle and the game aspect of um, games. It's one of the reasons I like Euro so much because I really enjoy trying to figure something out. Um, Tragedy Looper is a great example of that. Of like you're literally doing a logic puzzle, you know. But there's like it's like a living logic puzzle, which is just fantastic, you know, and, and, and so much fun and something I really enjoy. And so um, that experience is, of the games is kind of what, what keeps bringing me back to the table again and again. And Game of Thrones is, the board game specifically, 
has gone above and beyond every other game for those experiences um, for me consistently to have those. And then the Game of Thrones card game is the only game I've ever played competitively, you know, as far as like board and card games. Um, and it's something that I continue to want to grow in and become better in and have become a part of a community that is unlike anything else I've ever done. And um, it takes up a lot of my time, probably too much time uh, sometimes because I should be doing other things with my life instead of sitting on Thrones CB making decks or sitting on the Iron Throne watching games. But it has just become a big part of my life. And uh, those two games, the card game and the board game, are kind of the, the highlights of this hobby for me. So that's... My spiel. Um, so Game of Thrones card game is definitely my number one. Um, so I think that that it's been said on here so many times that you know we do this because we love the games themselves, and sometimes the games themselves are incredible and so much fun. But but beyond when the game can transcend that and create experiences between people is I think when the game becomes uh, like even more important and in Game of Thrones the card game has really done that more than any other game that I've ever seen so aside from magic because I've had plenty of times in magic where you know same thing where I've gone to competitions and made friends and stuff and as much as I don't play magic now like like that sucks. I still I still love the game, but Game of Thrones the card game has has introduced me to so many people, and the community behind it is so incredible. And 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 you're right. Like I've never played it another game competitively, and I've never had as much fun as I've had playing that game. And there it, we keep talking about experiences, and I can highlight so many experiences playing Game of Thrones. Where I'm gonna remember that forever. Whether it's uh, being uh, being <laughs> being up 14 power against Mark, and then losing that game because I just burnt out, or whether it's being at fucking war and being up three zero and losing four straight, you know, or 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 whether it's being like wasted off my ass. Hugging uh, Luis uh, Bratis, <laughs> you know, like yeah. yeah, like just like or freaking meeting Dark Nage and having him like beg us to play a game with him. That is... He was the big guy who we ended up playing blockers oh. with. Oh, he was the the mountain of a man. Yeah, yeah, I do remember him. Yeah, um, no, his name is. Dark Raj? Dark Nash. He, Dark he used to do his a podcast John. that I really liked. Yeah. What's his name? His his name's John, John Andrews. He yeah. um his champ card is dual. Yeah. Um, um but yeah, he freaking like partying at Ryan Jones's house and being like, Oh, I play to the Iron Bank all the time. It's funny when I came back to get you guys after I'd like been playing or whatever over at um Chris Schoenfeld's house. I come in. I come into Brian Jones' house. I just walk in because 
everybody's been walking in and out and he's sitting there at like his kitchen table with like a bunch of other people and he kind of goes and he stops t- and everybody stops talking it was so awkward and he goes <laughs> okay some uh, random person just walked into my house and i was <laughs> like did you guys see some guys from arizona and he's like I think they're downstairs. And I was like, all right, cool. Thanks. And I like run down there and you guys were down there chatting away with Benji and everything. And so, um, came down there, but yeah, I remember like barging in and being like feeling so uncomfortable because I was like, Oh, I thought this was just like what I was supposed to do. (laughs) Yeah. I thought you, I thought you knew it was an open door. Yeah. Um, but like, I'll never, I'll, I'll never forget Thrones War the first time. If yeah. I can go back again or not, I like so much fun, so much fun playing that day, and I don't know how I managed to not be hung over the next day and play, but I did, and it just just Game of Thrones you has. Well. I did, thank you. Well, that's a, the hangover probably wore off at noon, and people say you play best when you're hung over, so you should have just kept drinking. Yeah, and then you start, and then you start, and then I started again. That was my rest. problem is I got a cup of coffee. And fucking sobered up. Terrible. Um, but just Thrones has given me so much, and I continue to enjoy it. And with Hugon, Alfie, uh, the Arizona meta is even worse. But I, I look forward to going to even more competitions and playing this competitively. I I love it so much, and it's it's literally the closest thing that I've ever had to Magic when I was in high school. And if it weren't for the fact that Magic started this whole journey, Thrones would own the number one spot. Sure. But right now, it's just it's Thrones, and I I I can't think of anything that could usurp it in the near future. Yeah. All right. The fuck do you have a number one? I mean, the phone says above and below slash near and far. You can kill yourself, dude. <laughs> You can yeah, mute it. That's the thing, like, so I think anyone who's ever watched the shit or listened to the shit knows I like it the least of the four of us, Game of Thrones. But after hearing you guys talking, like, me thinking about it, I was like, I did have some of my most memorable experiences at the competitions. And, like, that's the part that I do love. I right. fucking love the and you've competitive said, like, like, don't, like, Even going to, like, the like store competitions, you're like, yeah, dude, I love yeah, that. I absolutely love it. The problem for me is the time that it takes to be even decent at this shit. Like I don't, I don't anywhere think I'm good at it after playing against people that are good at it. Um, I understand that I'm mediocre in it. You know, at my best, I'm good, uh, and that's that's what kills me for it. That I don't like being. I wouldn't even say the best. I don't like being not competitive. Right, not like really good, but you don't want to have to put in like so much time to get I, there. I literally don't have the time to put yeah. into it. Yeah, no. Like I never had it, and that's that's why like it didn't make it. It's not on the list because I was trying to do no. I was trying to do cardboard. I was trying to do cardboard for sure. Totally understand. And also, I was trying to do like I don't want it to be on it like so so much. I was like I don't keep want fighting it. it. To be, I don't want it here. But like after you guys talking about it, it does. Like it's it's been of all the games we've played, it's been the most influential game on like what I do and what I participate in, and honestly, what I spend my money on. If you guys don't know, I'm fucking cheap as shit. 
for me to spend. What did you say? What did you say the investment was? Six hundred and six hundred like forty dollars right now to buy into the game. So I think I'm two chapter packs behind. So I'm six hundred and ten dollars right now. Uh, I've never spent that kind of money on anything outside of like a plane flight and a rental car. It's also over the past two and a half, almost three years. So sure. and it's and it's and it's a funny thing because like arguably. Still talking two. You're goes, still talking two hundred dollars a year, though, for this game. Yeah, but I mean, as far as a card game goes, moderately priced. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I spent way more on Magic. Oh, when I had no absolutely. money, but I also had no, no bills. Money. Like no money for no bills. Which um, is, it's it's an interesting concept for me. Like I really don't want it to be my top one. Like I would love above and below, near and far, to be my top. Because I love the story-driven aspect of both of those, and yeah. I love that it has some of my most fond memories. But then, those are great I, games. You know, Game of Thrones, and I'm like, but Game of Thrones has like more fond memories. Dude, even like, like I never wanted to play melee, but that melee game that we all played, as much as like it took Fuck that, I hated the melee. Game. Really, as much as that took too long. Melee's the best. Dude, okay, okay. So that took too I'm long. glad you did well, dude. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope that you did great. Hey, it hey. took too long. That was hilarious. Having yeah. Dalby be like, "Hey, Dalby, pay my plot." Yeah, I uh, I was mentioned on the white book actually. No way. Yeah. Uh, Air five. Will and Will and Jesse talk. It's on the most recent episode. Will and Jesse talked about the top eight table, and I I was at it and and just goes, "Good dude, moving up to Minnesota or whatever." Um. So um, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool getting mentioned on the Big Time Podcast. It's dude, that's sick. Yeah. Also, I've been inside Will's house, so there's that. Like, uh, uh, that's that's better than me being mentioned on Second Sons. Yeah. But yeah, not his name. But yeah, they go and and Nightwatch won uh, the tournament in Arizona. I, yeah, I got the uh, hey, some dude won a tournament in Arizona. Little little did they know there was like six people right? there. Yeah, because some because yeah, yeah. they're like some nice watch players won a tournament yeah. in Arizona. I which, think I got which, my name. Which was dope because me and you yeah, my wrecked back. that tournament. We did. I didn't beat you. I just happened to beat everyone else. I think we played at the end, didn't we? No, we didn't. We didn't. Oh, we didn't. We yeah, should yeah. have. Because I lost to the fucking last Joseph. One, the last one me and Alfie went to, me That's and him right. fucking played each other, which sucked. I lost to Joseph, and I was like, this is fucking bullshit. I should be playing for me right now. Yeah, we, we played against each other in a mirror match, too. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, it was like fucking... Almost identical been. mirror match. Yeah, it actually would have been. We had, like, the same deck at that point. No, me and Alfie had the same deck. Oh, well, that's terrible. Like... Five cards. Oh, wow. you guys had totally different decks. You had the same faction. That's about it. Yeah, we you had really similar decks. Oh no, I still no, had the. You had fucking. You I had, had the, a, the John deck. You had a Voltron John deck. I had a Night's Watch Wolf. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. One of those is aggressive, and one of the like one of those is a is a rush, and one's aggro. Um. Okay, so where are you at then? What is it? Is it a is it above and below or is it a Game of Thrones? It's probably above and below slash near and far. Probably Game of Thrones. <laughs> Yikes! So, so, I sorry. hate saying that. That's so weird for so, me. So, okay, it's such so, a weird thing. So, okay, but 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 clearly you love above and below. I do. So let's talk about that for a second. Uh, above and below, I love it because of the same reasons I love Fallout. Actually, it started on my list as a above and below slash Fallout. Okay. Because uh, the gameplay is actually. 
quite different, but the story-driven aspect is what I loved. So that's what, and that's what put it so high. That's what put Fallout so high, and that's what puts Above and Below, Near and Far. You know, any of those, any of the story-driven games. That's what puts them so high. So I will say that um, people talk about in this industry, games killing other games. Yeah. Like, uh, Caverna kills Agricola for some sure. I would hope so. It's a better game. Sure. I don't think Near and Far kills Above and Below. I don't think so. Uh, Above and Below has a much more in-depth storytelling, pick your own adventure. Right. Whereas Near and Far has pick your own adventure, but it's moderate and it's not game changing. I think you kind of know an idea of what you're going to get. Right, you, from picking you do have your own control in here and far. And I think because yeah. of that, both of those can exist. Again, way to go, Locket. I fucking love you. Yeah. Uh, it's, dude, that guy just like touched the way that. I mean, it's a reason. About. It's a reason why his theme matter, theme and world has gone so far is because he makes it such a vivid thing for everyone. Yeah, exactly. It's so much easier. And like I said, like I feel like Empires of the Void probably be on this list next year mm-hmm. if we can play it a couple more times. Yeah, I think it's one of my favorite. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like just the mechanics, yep. don't like know how the, to the, it. the follow mechanics in that game. Yeah. Everything like it was just different enough that like fuck, like, yeah, like so loyalty or yeah, 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 or the other one, yeah, the yeah. the loyalty or uh, occupation, occupation, yeah. yeah. Super cool. If you actually own the planet or that, if the planet that, that liked was, you, yeah. it was so yeah, weird. So cool. So, so nice. cool, though. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's go real quick. Number ones, again, we have Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, and arguably Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's clear that, like, this card game touches us in a way that that, that few games do, and I think that's super special. And hopefully those of you out there who have any – Kind of, um, I don't know, fleeting desire to play. If you're listening, there's starter decks that are going to start to be released for the game. You guys should really start to explore those. Uh, they might not be the best decks, but they might start you into this meta. I think they're just them as like decent decks. Yeah, and well, we'll, we'll have- see. But the the also the designer of the game has talked about wanting to speed up rotation. So after getting those starter decks. I would look at buying cores, deluxe um, expansions for a faction that you like how it plays, and then I would I would start getting I, w- I would be particular about what um, chapter packs I get because some of them might not be around for too much longer. You know, we'll we'll see. We're only getting to the fifth um, cycle now, but uh, and, and and I think they said rotations either the eighth or ninth cycle. They dropped the first two, but I mean we'll see with that. I just you know. Yeah, those of you in Phoenix, if anybody wants to play, let me know, and we can try and work something out. Yep. Or online, theiontrone, uh, dot is it net or dot org, whatever it is. That's a great online tool. Um, it's not as fun as playing in person. Uh, right. You know, having the physical like copies and everything is much better. But it is a good way for a lot of people who maybe don't have a good local meetup or whatever. Again, she didn't like the online tournament that much. Yeah. yeah it's, hey, real quick, how did that end up going for you guys? Oh, I did terrible. I made the, 
I lost in the top 64. Okay. Or you top th- no, top 32. I'd okay. lost in top 32. Okay. What did what did you play and what did you lose to? I played I played the Laney Green Laney Green site pillage deck. Okay. And I lost to the Martel War Storms game deck. Okay. I mean, I, I'll say this. I hmm. I like that people post decks online. I think the one problem is that it completely homogenizes the meta, and everybody just plays the same decks. Yep, I will say that. Yeah, yeah. Even in a casual format, like if you go on to Game of Iron Throne right now and you try to play like um, a casual game, you're gonna find that Martel Warsh deck like all over it. You're gonna find Targaryen burn everything all over because nobody, very few people actually click like competitive. Like I'm playing a competitive deck, not. I'm playing a jank deck or whatever. And so um, you just get people who, for some reason, they really enjoy just like winning games, even in that casual setting. And so they just play like whatever they think is like, oh, what's this good, efficient deck that's out? Oh, I got this deck list for my buddy who got it from this guy. I'm just going to play this. I think that's very, I think it's a very, it's a thing people have done in all card games since. It's been a certain thing. Yes. And and I like it because if it doesn't, then it's whoever the best deck builders are and their buddies slash groups. They're the only ones who have the good deck. You know, so it's like at least... Magic before. Yeah. I think it used to because there was not a lot of publicized shit. Like, So when you played Magic, you were probably... How many years older than you? That was in high school. It was in like 96, 97. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't born. Oh, 96. I was five. Wow. So when I started playing Magic, I was 10. So we're talking 2001. Uh, early 2000. Yeah, early 2000. Close then. I was one, or I was 10 starting to play it. But there was no, you couldn't look up decks. Yeah. You couldn't do shit. Like, you knew that, yeah. hey, Black Lotus is a bullshit card. Oh, yeah. That's why it's banned. Yeah, cool. so like, in, Wish 96, I would find one so in I could 96, sell. I had like a blue-red counter deck that all I would do was counter your spells and then burn. And then burn, you. yeah. And this thing, like, at that point, there was so – it was all deck builder. Yeah. Unless you had a similar thing you I were love, talking about. I love deck building here. It's actually why I love the publicity of it all, where, like, you can find a deck that plays well. Like, this deck is a top quality deck. If you can't play it, you can't play it. Yeah, that's cool. Like, and, you, and you'll do it, and you yeah. might not learn the ins and outs. Like, I actually wish people would post decks without instructions. Uh, I use the instructions a lot because, well, they're there. Why wouldn't I use them? Yeah. Be stupid. yeah. But I wish people would just post a deck. Be like, hey, this deck won. This deck did well. Blah, blah, blah. Go Nothing for it. else. Go for it. Try it. Yeah. See if you can figure it out. See if you can find out the ins and outs of it. See if you can find out how this deck is supposed to play. I think that would actually make a better competitive scene. It's interesting. Yeah. But, yeah. Who knows? All right, uh, I'm pretty happy with that. As far as top ten goes, I think we we uh, we've reached some pretty good heights there. Again, Magic beats all of those, but that's beside the point. Second note is uh, don't ever share a hotel bed with him. All right, uh, I think that about does it for this installment of Drop the Dice. I hope you guys enjoyed our top Ooh. ten. But can I give my number eleven? Yeah, sure. What's your number 11? Alchemist. Nice. Okay. All right, we're gonna stop the broadcast now, unless uh, Ben says anything else to say. Why Alchemist? That's a cool game. Uh, it's a game that has so much. Can you guys do this without me so that I can go to bed? Go to bed. It's just it's all it's just two a.m. here. 
And I get up at 7 a.m. every morning. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Drop the Dice. We'll see you next time.